Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm the DM. This is the Blizzard Watch D&D Spectacular. I, with the election and everything that happened after, I completely forgot we were running a D&D game until I think Friday? Or Thursday, two, no, two days ago. Thursday. Two days ago. Yeah. I do think it was Thursday, but when Liz, Liz says to me, Matt, Matt, can you write the uh, the posts telling people we're playing D anD D this Saturday? And I was like, what now? <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, this is the result of a frenzied few hours of coming up with what happens next. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to do reverse introductions, which means starting with Mitch, introduce yourself and your character. I'm first today? That has never happened. It's the reverse, opposite of Friday the 13th. It's, it's reverse day. Yeah, so go yeah, so my name is Mitch, and I play a Kenku bard named Fizzle. Uh, he's a little grumpy right now because someone took away his new toy. You know, you're for a bard, you don't play a whole lot of music. Just going just to throw that You know, for a Joe, you should take away my stuff. I, I just think it's interesting that when he said, my name is Mitch, I almost immediately wanted to say, and I am funky. <laughs> don't get anyway, it but i'm laughing uh next up um andrew who goes by lothar fox on the stream so i'm kind of confused for a second They're like oh it's andrew uh andrew introduce yourself and your character okay two powers i play arison he's a half elf warlock thank you very much uh after that is liz go ahead and introduce yourself liz hello i'm liz and i play kanahe a water ganase sorcerer Going right in the middle where he usually goes, so pretty much the same time I always introduce him. Uh, Joe, go ahead. Hello, I'm Joe Perez, and I'm playing William Ruspark, a rock gnome wizard who's been cloned by a chain devil. And that sums it up. Spoilers. Next up, Gim. Hi, I'm Deb, and I play the resident dwarf. Every party has to have a dwarf. Um, although I haven't been drinking myself under the table to start. Uh, I'm a dwarf cleric named Medeal. Okay, and skipping over Corey, no, I can't over Oh, Corey. man. Corey, man. who are you and what are you doing? My name's Corey. I'm playing Zelen the Elf Fighter, uh, and I'm hoping to have a better game this week than I did last time. What happened to you last time? I was very did nothing. Oh. Because okay. my rolls were bad. You, just, no, you, took, you were the tank, and you kept the rest of us from dying. You did fine. You got smacked <laughs> a lot. It was great. Finally, going last... Because I, her and Mitch have switched pole positions this week. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Anne. I'm Anne. I'm playing Mischief, a uh, level 8 tiefling rogue who is um, perfectly happy that she took the thing from the Kanku. <laughs> so yeah, that's the party. Um, when last we saw them, they had found the hand and eye of Vecna. I'm not going to even be coy at this point. That's what they'd found. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
before they got to like, you know, chopping off hands and or ripping out eyes for like substitution purposes, they were shanghaied aboard a flying haunted demon boat uh, piloted by Malachi, a dwarven undead necromancer warlock, possibly. We're not sure. He, he didn't actually hand out his character sheet, so it's hard to tell what he can do. Um, who is also Medeal's cousin, although he didn't used to be called Malachi. But he's he's changed his name What with the demon thing. Uh, he made a deal to trade the hand and eye off to the demon prince Orcus, which, you know, not a good fella, but at least doesn't like Vecna. Um, and to take the party away from Piador so that they would you know, be able to come up with some other plan for what they were doing. I believe also Mischief had a location. She wanted to go somewhere in Marsera to meet up with someone who, who claims to be her mother, even though she thought she had a mother and thought she knew who her mother was already. It's complicated. Um, and that's where we left off. If I recall correctly, you're still on board the demon boat. Um, Willier is making friends with a giant gorilla person and everybody else is pretty leery of all the undead dwarves. That, that about sums it up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't think I noticed the undead dwarves. The entire boat is crude. By it them. was really crude hard to miss them. If... I was very fixated on the eye. I mean, not surprised. Well, the eye is not on you. <laughs> DM realized that was a bad idea. I mean, to, uh, to, anyway. be, fa- to be fair, had, had Matt not taken them away from us, I was seriously considering stealing the eye from, uh, from Fizzle when everybody was sleeping and literally becoming an avatar of Vecna and just going hell for broke into <laughs> Piador. I legitimately was considering it. Right okay. now. Right now, what, before the party can go into there, what they would have done things, let's talk about what they are doing. You are currently on a flying ship. Uh, it's been roughly one day since the events of the last game. You've had time to rest and do all that stuff. Uh, granted, your cabins are somewhat... They're not really set up for living, breathing, eating people. The ship is, you know, sort of a ship of the dead at this point. So so did we take a long rest? Can that's we, correct. Okay, we rest. can mark ourselves down for that. It's okay. a day. It's literally a day later. It's morning of the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what, pushing what the long rest button. What are y'all doing? I mean, I'm looking for Willier. I'm pretty out. So I'm, we're just we're just up in the sky right now. Well, you're you're on the boat. You know, just y- yeah, boat in the sky. You're on a giant ship in the sky. Roughly, like if you think of the largest clipper ships that ever flew, ever sailed, it's like that, but flying. It's an enormous boat. Uh. Willier probably would have been hanging out trying to like learn more about the ship. So if anybody was looking for him, I probably would have been either bugging uh, the captain or hanging out with the monkey because I like the monkey. He's got a cool hat. The monkey is actually serving as sort of a guard for the captain. It's sort of combination guard and pet. Malachi is up top. You notice that the way the ship works, there seems to be like very several very large chairs that he rotates crew through, and then he sits in an even larger kind of like throne oh is it similar to the one we were on before that's an interesting question what are you talking about the the ship you escaped so when we originally and, and like we're willier, the ship you escaped the volcano yeah because willier probably would notice that because that was one of the things he keyed off of originally. me and arcana check okay also do we have separate rooms or anything right now rossi like yeah there's there's rooms in this boat for enough people everyone can uh, have their own quarters that in is that a, case Oh, go ahead. Sure. Sorry. So that is a 13 plus 6, 19. Uh, the principles do appear to be the same, but um, unlike that, that that thing seemed to be powered directly by the person uh, sitting in the, the main one. This one seems to be power, powered like a like an auxiliary, like a series of batteries. 
Interesting. Like it's drawing power from the multiple people in the back as well. And it's very strongly necromantic. Oh, so it's pulling life force. Yeah, it's not drawing, or in this case, on life force. Right. Because you're pretty sure these people are all undead. Yeah. They're not even like, they're not even trying to hide it. Uh, I'm sure he's probably not going to talk much about it, but I'm like, this is fascinating. Do you, are you talking yeah, to him? I'm literally talking to him. This is fascinating. The one we were on before seemed to suck actual life. This seems to well, be the opposite. Yeah. I don't know the one you were on before, but yeah, this is this these are a gift. Uh I mean, I could definitely see where that would be beneficial for you. Can you like how how maneuverable is this? Like like Willier is completely does not care that these are undead at all. Like he just doesn't seem to mind at all. Like he's just the fact that this is an arc, an arcane marvel is just like Sucking him in. This Nava is not a ship for maneuverability. We're a dreadnought. Oh, so you can take lots of hits. That is the design of the ship. I don't know if you know this about doors, but we're not natural seagoers. When this ship was originally designed, it was designed as a cargo frawler. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, my people aren't exactly known for that either. So, yeah. Uh, I've, I've, there's an entire island of gnomes out there. that They've got their own trade empire to the north. I don't, I don't talk much with them. Well, this is... Absolutely, truly fascinating. I, and he just kind of like looks. He's like, I know you say you're not like a really good guy, but I like this. Thank you for talking with me. I, I never said I wasn't a good guy. I just he, happened to work for a demon lord. Oh, fair enough. Everybody's well, got a boss. My my little cousin there. She she does she even pick the god? Does she even know who she worships? Um, no, she mentioned something, doesn't. but I don't uh, gods. Eh, whatever. The difference between a god and a demon is the demon tells you up front what it wants. Yeah, that's fair. I've never had much time for gods. Also, they live in different parts of the the cosmos, but I don't know. All I care about is getting what I want out of the arrangement. But what's wrong with that? Everybody wants to get something. So speaking of, you seem like a opportunistic fellow. What would it take to secure your continued help, maybe at a point in the future, with taking down not me? Money. How much money? Well, i got to pull into Tomasera first and uh, get the lay of the land. What about a standing agreement? Could Kanahe wander into this conversation? If you all want to be there, you can. Or if you have other things people want to do, we can get to that. I'm pretty sure Mitch has something he wants to talk about. (laughs) Kanahe's definitely been kind of looking around the ship because she knows ships and this is not quite her thing, but she's definitely interested. You can tell me whenever to stop, but I'm I'm literally like, so when I get my life, I'm going to be taking over the position that he built. I could use somebody who has such wonderful, um, and I, I point to the, the ship, resources. How about a personal retainer? Your persuasion check. Sure. Also, I'm, I'm not actually doing a whole lot. I'm just, I'm, you know, locked in my room playing angry music on the bad pipes. Oh, you're bad locked pipes. in your room? Okay, we're going to get <laughs> uh, Dicebot seems to not like that. It's supposed to be 1d20. It works with d20 most of the time. Yeah, it's like supposed to. Oh, okay. Just not doing anything. So... 24, natural go. 20. Okay. Damn. I was, you're looking, I was just about to roll for you here. <laughs> oh. He looks at you for a long time and goes, I'm not much of a retainer. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. But we'll talk about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We'll talk. Yeah. I'm not saying no. I'm just not saying yes just yet. That's fair. Just keep it in mind. But okay, we're going to switch to uh, Mitch. Can you go into staff voice chat too or not? Uh, should we run here? Joe, come yep. down with me. Okay, Mitch, you're in your room playing angry yep. music. Yes. Very mad when a Kenku with an eye patch literally just steps out of a hole in the air. Like it just forms, he steps out of it. Oh, like he, an actual 
yep. physical. It's not a projection or anything, or can I tell? You don't know. You, you just Kenku, Kenku wearing an eye patch. Uh, some of his feathers have gotten a little white. He kind of has a magpie effect in some places. Um, steps out. Ah! Do I recognize him? Yeah, it's you. It's the other you that you met before. Oh, oh wait. Did I know for sure there was another me before this? Or did I yeah, just you met it. possibility? Oh, you met him. Oh, wait. Freed you. Oh, you that's, were... yes, 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 yes. Right. He slaps uh, you right in the face. I, like, rub my face and then, you know. I'm... Does he understand me if I'm cawing? Or yeah, you can talk to him. Okay. talk to him. I mean, you're saying it in weird ways, but we'll get we'll cut to the gist for the purpose of the Yeah, discussion. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he also flips up his eye patch and shows you the blood red, screaming, staring eyeball, pulsating uh, with demonic fury. I recognize this eyeball. That's your friend. All right. Um, uh, how? 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 I'm not that. I'm not a clone of you. I'm I, you. Okay, but I don't have the eye. You got lucky. They stopped you. No, I, I put it in. Well, I'll take it from you. You don't want it. I, I no, I do. He pulls his his uh vest aside. He has a very colorful brocaded vest. His chest is a seething mass of weeping pustules and scars. Ah! This what it do. Eat ah! you inside out. Turn you into pawn. Well, are we strong? No. It's Slave. Do, do we now have... I have to kill you. Do we have friends? Wait, what? I have what? to kill you and take your place. Why? He commands it. Draws out a knife. Um. Full initiative. Okay. <laughs> what? Wait. Um. You have like so at least plus two. Or two. I was gonna say you have bonus there. Okay. 11. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot the. I forgot I could. Add he swings feebly and ineffectively at you. Okay. Um. In that case, I'm. Sorry. How much I can. I'm just gonna grab my dagger really quickly. Um. You know, it's the same dagger. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's the exact same dagger. Well, yeah, but he. He swung feebly, so like I can swing with more force, right? Like, Maybe there's no reason. There's no reason mine shouldn't hit. Yeah, we will try. Sure. I'm just saying if he has this, if he is using the same dagger. Okay. Um. Actually, never mind. I'm gonna do witch bolt. Okay. Uh, Does he need to save, or is it a, is it a spell attack? Uh, sorry, I'm reading it real quick. Range spell attack against the target. Okay. I make the roll. Wait. Uh, sorry, I'm really bad. Um. What am I adding to this roll? Or like, you should have is this spell a spell attack on your character sheet? It is a d20 roll that should have spell attack on your character sheet. Ah, hang on. Let me find that. I'm sorry. It happens. We only play once a month or so. Just to let you know, your spell attack is a plus six. It's on your character sheet. I just oh, okay. It. Thank you. So roll a d20 and add six. It looks like you hit with an 18. Okay, so that's going to be 1d12. Oh, wait. No, I'm casting it at... Uh, I'm going to cast it at third level. Okay. 24. The power of the witch bolt slams into his chest and blows him up against the wall and he seems to deteriorate very rapidly much more rapidly than you were expecting and burns away into ash and dust he leaves a stain oh does the like stain just look like a shape of so him or set, is there anything set, set a person on fire and then they burned away into the ash there's like oh. a heat dust and ash and the smell of burning feathers and a few feathers are scattered around. all right um i, I guess can around. i can I do an Arcana check to see if I like notice because he stepped through a portal? So like, if I notice, I don't know any residual magic energy or anything like the that. Arcana can tell you what it was. Arcana can't tell you is there magic energy in this room right oh. now. Oh, what Detect can I roll? Magic. Any 
Can I roll anything for that one? You asked the detect magic spell. That's the uh, you, you can okay. roll Arcana. An obvious magical thing happening. Arcana can tell you what it is. Arcana can't tell you is there magic here that I don't notice. Okay, I'm Either gonna you see a portal. Yeah, I'm gonna use. I'm still gonna do the Arcana check just to see if I know what it is okay. or figure out what it is. It's give it some time. It's it's taking time. Oh, okay. All right, seventeen. Um, you, you're not hundred percent sure. You think that was conjuration magic, but maybe it wasn't. It's very strange. Uh, whatever it was, it appears to be gone <laughs> now. He's gone. Which bolt ordinarily doesn't turn people to ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Damn, yeah. I, my second roll is a nat twenty when it just caught up. Um, it wouldn't. It wasn't yeah, good. yeah. Um, so con with with like a conjuring spell, did they have to be within a specific range to like cast that at my location, or could they do it from anywhere? Would I know that? You wouldn't really know. Um, okay. You know, for instance, the spell Dimension Door has a 600-foot range, although that's not a conjuration. But the spell Plane Shift can trans- transport you from another plane of existence. So ah, if he okay. Plane Shift, he could have been anywhere in the cosmos and shifted gotcha. to the plane. So. Um, in that case, um, I'm going to do a quick, like a... I'm going to do a thorough look around my room uh, just to see if there's... an like anything else there that I've missed or if uh, he left like a, a clue or anything behind. Say that again. Investigation check. You have a um, plus one. Yeah, I was, I was going to see if, uh, okay, it's better than perception. Okay. Wouldn't help in this case anyway. You are looking for something. Perception is, hey, I noticed that. For, investigates, ah. I'm I'm looking for something. Okay. Why your perception is let you find your lost shoe, but you actually look around and there it is. I find my lost shoe. Okay. So 24 total. Um, just the feathers and the eye patch that he was wearing, because he'd flipped it up. Those seem to have survived. Everything else is gone. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab the feathers and the eye patch, and then run to the group and try to tell them about it. Okay, let's all move up to staff one then. We're back. Hey. Huh. Wow, nothing exciting happened just now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we've been we've been over here listening to bagpipe music, so we just <laughs> imagine that's what was happening. Oh, Actually, well, yeah, you, the bagpipe music was stopped. Yeah, um, there's also, there's a member of the, as you come out of the, your quarters, one of the undead dwarves stops you, like goes, I just want you to know that's the best bagpipe music I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I put my hand to my chest and I wipe away a tear and then I hug him. I promise you that if I ever do have to kill you, I'll just try to do it in your sleep. I, I nod and smile and then I Wait. run to the group. Nobody eat this bird. Wave, wave kind of, you know, <laughs> not looking at him, but wave my hand. Also all seem to be relatively into the bagpiping music. Hell yeah. And you make cool. fun of me when the cliche, uh, cliche accents come out. <laughs> you me? Like the closest to a non cliche dwarf accent I could do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Malachi is still explaining to Will your, um, so yeah, it, it basically draws upon the, uh, the inherent magic energy of a bird's upset. Rawr, oh, surprise. Rawr, ah, rawr. I was gonna say it's it's that's pretty par for the course. Rawr, mm-hmm. rawr. I, I um I would like to point to the objects in my hand. He is into a bunch of feathers and an eye patch. Uh yeah, that's feathers and an eye patch. We are on a pirate ship and you are rawr, a bird. Um I, I, I pull out a perception a passive perception above a 14. Uh, my passive intellect investigation is 16. My oh, perception. perception is 11. I'm an even 14. 
Okay, 14 counts for this. Anybody else? Mine's a 10. Mine's, Mine's a 12. For, what was that? Intelligence? Perception, not intelligence. Oh, uh, Passive perception. perception, 14. Passive perception has that. is... No. Conahay, you smell smoke or soot or burning around those feathers. They're, they smell odd. They also smell like fizzle. <laughs> so he, like he burned his own feathers and is waving them at you. You're not sure what's going on. I would like to kind of get down to Fizzle's level. I'm pretty sure he's shorter than I am. And yeah. kind of look at, look at him critically. Like, are you hurt? Hurt. Uh, and then I, I pull out my dagger. Um, and I'm like, I... Cause, uh, that is the correct thing, right? Oh. I, I pull it out and like pretend to like stab myself. And then I point to the, the feathers and, and the eye patch. And I just keep doing that and go, hurt, hurt. And like shaking my head. Wait, did you find your other self? Other self. Was your other self hurt? No. 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 I've, no. I've heard no plenty of times. Did your other <laughs> self try to hurt you? <laughs> I shake my head up and down. Yes. Hurt. Do I see any like obvious wounds on Fizzle? Oh, it looks fine. I kind of wow. look at everybody. Didn't his other self save him last time? Yes. That's weird. Was... Was your other self hurt? Magic. Was he taken over by bad magic? I point to um, my eye. Wait, did he have the eye of Vecna? Eye of Vecna. Oh, I didn't know it was the eye of Vecta. Did he have that eyeball that you wanted? Or rah, toy. Rah, had toy. Uh, uh. Hey, this is fascinating everything, but what's that over there? And I'm going to point to the to the left, the port side of the boat. Everybody make a perception check. <laughs> Net 20. I got a three. I see. I'm too busy looking at the monkey. 18. I got a, uh, I got a two. <laughs> you guys don't have 16. bonus perception? No. Yeah. So, Conahay and Fizzle so far, um, and actually, I believe the captain got a... I got a 16. Yeah, okay, so Corey... Mine wasn't that 20, so... You see it first and best, Fizzle. There's... At first, it's like a very... Like, what is that? Is that a cloud? And then as it comes in, clouds aren't kind of green, usually. Or is it purple? Or is it mottled green and purple? And it has tentacles... And the point where you realize that a cynical is when Malachi swears under his breath and goes, Gavok! And everybody on the ship, all the crew, start running over to like the sides. And instead of you remember when the uh, the ship that we, that that Wilbria mentioned earlier, the uh, ship you escaped the island from, that ship had ballistas on it. Like there there were like giant bows that launched projectiles. This one has metal tubes of some kind, big black iron tubes boat fight as as this thing gets closer you you see that it has it's vaguely shaped like an octopus or cuttlefish (laughs) yeah but absolutely massive and it's it's easily the same size as this ship and it has these huge tentacles in the front of it are they actual tentacles or is it like structural okay the things instead of having Port, it ha- looks like it has portholes that are also eyes. Um, um, I, I look to... Uh, sorry, what is the dwarf's name again? Malachi? 
or Malachi. Okay, that's what I thought. I looked at Malachi and I go, friend? Little man, those things will pull your brain out of your head and eat it. I I look over at Malachi and point to the bird. Yeah, they'll be starving afterwards. It's not much of a meal. Yeah, as as much fun as it is to mock mock him. I I don't know him that well, so I don't particularly care if you make fun of him. But uh, I'm busy right this second. And he gets into the chair and starts, like, the chair crackles black as the ship begins to turn. He's pointing his ship at that thing. And as he does, you hear a sound. As the front of the boat explodes and metal comes out of it. He's formed a giant metal spear out of the front of his ship somehow using the chair he's sitting in. And you hear him yell, brace for impact. Um, oh, shoot. I left my backpacks in my room. Uh, I brace. To, to, to do Kanahe's, Kanahe is going to like yeah, brace herself in some rigging somewhere. Mischief goes to brace herself, but she tries to like get Fizzle to come with her. Oh, I, not I done have, talking to him. I as soon as he said brace for impact, I just kind of got as low to the ground as possible and like covered myself with my wings. Um, so I made like a little, just imagine like a little wing tent is basically what I am right now. I didn't grab on anything. I just. Harrison, Medeal, Willier, and Zelen. What are you doing? You've got two rounds left. Uh, bracing, and then I'm, I guess, ready in an action to, to sling a spell of some type, depending on if there's any boarding. Uh, I'm if, if, stick close to Willier and ready an axe, then brace. If I have the time, I'd like to cast a mage armor on myself. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, if I have two rounds, that's a uh-huh. really good idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have to do that next round. Conahay can do it now. Yeah. Okay. Conahay's cast mage armor. Uh, Medeal. Uh, I am, I assume there is a stairway up with a doorway that, that overlooks this. I am thinking of the boats in WoW where you stairway. I mean, currently, if you were talking to him, you're up on that castle. I um, was not talking to him. Okay. I'm mad at him. Okay, then in that case, yeah, you're down there somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to like obviously pointing what you know are cannons at that ship. And they, the cannons have pretty pretty wide traversal. Like they're not stuck on the side of the ship. They have the deck cannons are on rot. They can rotate. So they're pointing them forward. What I want to do is, is I'm thinking a wow boat. Uh, the wow is much, much bigger. That. Okay, uh, be, where I can see, but has some partial cover. You can see from right from the deck. Like you can see the ship. It's it's huge. The ship they're heading at is is easily as big as the ship you're on. I'm looking for a place where I can have partial cover. I mean, you might have partial cover now. It's kind of it's kind of hard to tell you're on a bit you're on a ship there's not really a place set up to be partial cover from another gigantic ship that they're currently going straight at but that's around down one more round before impact uh everyone who's ta- who's bracing is assumed to be bracing so arison uh medeal conahay technically you guys aren't bracing um yeah he's just making sure that he has an imp nearby yeah and tough conahay you cast major armor last round are you bracing now uh yeah i'm going to kind of get in some rigging and embrace in it and hold on. I think that all makes sense. Are you still going to want to look around for cover or are you going to brace? Hello? Who are you talking to? Uh, I'm laying down on the, on okay. the deck. We'll count that as bracing. Uh, there's a very enormously loud sound as the deck cannons go off. Um, you see, like, it's it's not just loud, but there's tons of smoke from each one as they go off. Um, you see the projectiles shoot forward and you see them like some of them get pushed off to the side by something around the enemy ship. 
like looks like a force field basically it's it looks like they they're literally heading straight for it and then they bend away some of them okay. do hit it so it's like they it's like they can't be bent their angle is such that they just they still hit it it doesn't look like it did as much damage as they might hope there's a distortion forming around this ship as it moves forward and you hear two of the people inside there's like six of those thrones behind the big throne that that malachi is in two of the dwarves in them burst into flames <laughs> black flames and are consumed and two more just go and sit in those chairs but that's this round and then round zero happens and the, on the top of that round the ships collide uh, there's a sound of squealing and screaming as the ship that with the tentacles is literally pierced like if you were riding a horse in with a lance into it um the the front of the ship the the metal the metal piercing ram of the front drives into it and there's that hard loud squealing and something like ichor sprays across the deck and it's like mm. a storm it's like a storm of fluid um just comes washing down it's like dropping like rain it's like you're literally being bled on from above three of the tentacles lash forward um i'm gonna say everybody here I want you to roll a dexterity saving throw because I want to see the results. <laughs> uh, anybody who braced or went prone, which I believe is all of you, gets a advantage on the save. Which roll is this? Sorry. It's a dexterity saving throw. Remember, you get advantage so you can roll again. If dice, but the bot's not. Yeah, the bot's low fast, today. Eh? Should I just go grab a real die? No. <laughs> At this point, uh -oh. I'm going to say, this guy stops trying to roll because we want to see if this thing ever catches up. Can I roll in the beyond number? Is that okay? Uh... We probably will have to switch to that doing something like that, but for right now, I want to see if this thing catches up while we're giving it time to figure out. Okay, it's, hey. it's doing slowly. Mitch got a 14. Uh, that was my first roll. Conahay got a 21. Willier got a natural 20 for a 20. Hey, I got a natural 22. Yay, natural 20 bros. <laughs> you also got a natural 1 on your other one. I sure did. Thank you, Advantage. Um, I haven't gotten my second roll. I don't know if I should just keep waiting or... Well, you would actually... I got a 23. I'm gonna oh, say there we for... go. Okay. 19. Uh, anybody who beat a 14 is fine. Yeah. Uh, so, Arison, Yeah, my Gim... second one didn't pop up. Did I roll again? We'll see if it does. We'll see if it it'll, does. It'll it's pop good. up. It should pop up eventually. Though I only see... I do see your second one. Oh, for right now, I'm just going to say that the people who didn't beat a 14, and we're just going to move on from this, Um, you get goop all over you. Uh, you you get like sprayed with the the fluids of um, there's a lot of squealing and willier you can cast a spell because something with tentacles is coming off like there's multiple things coming off of that ship yeah they're there's... gonna they're gonna catch a fireball to the face go ahead and cast it yeah I, I cast it they just got to make a saving throw dexterity fourteen um, if they're mid air though I don't know I'm if they have you I'm straight up telling you to roll damage ah okay let's see if it works do 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 <laughs> All right. Just in case. All right. Um, yeah, at this point, I'm going to say, F, F it. If you have dice at home and you want to use them, go ahead, because I don't, I'm not up for waiting for this thing. D&D Beyond also does have... 15, yeah, if you want to use the D&D Beyond dice, go for it. Uh, you want to roll any way you want to roll, just go for it. Um, but no cheating, Corey. Uh. 38 fire damage, and I am a fire adept, so if they have resistance, they take the full thing anyway. Okay, uh, they take the full damage, and they and they go up in smoke. Uh, whatever they were expecting, it wasn't a fireball. Uh, <laughs> it, 
it seems like whatever their power is, it only works against physical objects like the cannons mm-hmm. because you, you hit the five of them coming off the ship and it, they burst into flames and fall down. Um, at this point, the, the tentacles writhe around trying to grab hold of the ship and he, your Malachi, bears down and the two more of the, the dwarves go up in black flames and the ship extends spikes all over itself. Like a, suddenly like they just punch out of every metal surface, all the bolting and rigging of the ship. Like a porcupine? Yeah, or like a spiked gauntlet. Wow. It's just a porcupine ship. And he just sort of like pushes the ship forward through the thing that's trying to grapple with it. And it's like slicing pieces of it off as it goes. And then suddenly you're on the other side of it and picking up speed. And uh, some of the, 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 as he turns, he also turns the ship so that the side of the ship is facing it. And then the side cannons, the side cannons all go off at once. And again, you see that shimmering trying to push the cannonballs away, but there's just too many of them. And they repeatedly slam into the side of the ship and it begins to break up. And as it begins to break up, things start falling out of it. And one thing is floating, like holding itself up, clearly not happy at what just happened. Uh, but using like a, a good deal of its power just to prevent more of the cannonballs from hitting it because he keeps Malachi just keeps yellowing, bellowing and, dwar- and dwarven and the ship keeps firing the deck shit, the deck cannons and the side cannons as he literally slices the ship in an, an arc at this point, anybody who has a range type of option can use it. You are 120 feet away from that ship and turning in an arc around it. Cool. So anybody here want to do something. I'll wait for everybody else, but yeah, I got. I'm gonna throw another thing at it. I'll just okay. do this. Arizon, do you have anything you want to do? You have 120 foot of range. You see the ship being torn apart by the cannon, the cannonade fusillade. You see the floating tentacled monster that's fl- that's apparently in charge of that ship, currently drifting in the air. What are you gonna do? Okay, so Eldridge blast that thing, destroy it. Yeah, you can do, you can do that roll if you want the, to. Okay, uh, so roll for attack. Guys. Yep. All right. Uh, so one's 23. Okay, that's uh, gonna hit. And the second one's 15. That's not gonna hit. Uh, uh, 8. Okay, uh, it hits him. He, he didn't seem particularly, dis- like, he doesn't destroy him or anything, but it hits him. He probably didn't enjoy it. Uh, next up, Fizzle, anything you're doing? Uh, I wanna run back to my room and get my bagpipes. Okay, well, Fizzle just ran away. Uh, kinda <laughs> hey. What are you doing? Um, I, does it, uh, hmm, I guess I will cast Chill Touch on it. Wait, what's the range? Oh, we're 120 feet? Yeah, you're 120 feet away from it. And I rolled a, uh, 15. 15 to hit? Yeah. Doesn't hit. Doesn't? Okay. Uh, Medeal, you've seen the, can- you've seen the ship literally rip through the other ship, you've seen the cannon fire, uh, you now see the, sh- the, the listing half ripped and half hulk of an enemy ship and the thing on the thing floating in the wreckage and i'm covered with goo so standing up wiping off the goo and glaring at this cousin that i don't remember very well and there's something floating off though in front of us who seems to be hell-bent on tearing us apart and thinking this is not a good day <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to get this stuff clean do you, do you uh, actually do anything or you're just complaining about the goo at this point i'm just complaining about the goo okay 
Mischief. Uh, same situation, 120 feet away. Do you do anything? I'm going to shoot it with my short bow. Okay. So range increment on that. Uh, It's 80 to 320. Okay. You should be fine. I rolled a 19 to hit. Um, 19 will hit. Do I get sneak attack? Mm, he's not in melee with anybody. And you don't have advantage. And, and, and you I don't have advantage. advantage. So you weren't hiding or anything? No. So yeah, you just rolled it. Okay. Uh, I mean, he doesn't expect you to shoot him, but he has been shot at with cannons, so it's okay. not like a total rock. Okay, so um, five damage. Okay. Yeah, he, it, it sinks into his purple rubbery flesh, and or I should say there. You don't know if... Uh, but their purple rubbery flesh gets a, a bolt in it and, um, and an arrow in it. It's not happy. They're not okay. happy. There. Can I bonus action? Can I move and bonus action hide? Like, too, yeah. is, there, is there something that I can hide with? You probably hide, just be drop down and hide below the uh, the cannons and stuff. There's, you know, the deck has cannons all over the place. You're up on the forecastle too. So yeah, you, you can hide. There's there's ropes and okay. and so forth. Stealth check? Yep. 17. Okay. I mean, you think you're hiding pretty good. You can't tell for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Will you? Fourth level magic missile. Okay. So automatic. The shield spell that he has up has stopped it. Okay, then. That's what he, he cast shield at the beginning of this. So, yeah, you just boom, 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 boom. Bunch of magic missiles slam into the shield. Interesting. I mean, that's the reason that he's harder to hit than he normally would be as well. Give a plus five to his AC. Uh, anything else? Yeah, but shield, magic missile. Uh, okay. No, shield shield automatically blocks magic missile. Yep, that's right. It does. Sorry. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, there's nothing else I can do now, so I just wait. Okay. Zelen. That's far too far away for me to do anything, unless someone wants to be thrown at it. But I don't think I can throw someone 120 feet. Okay. So Zelen doesn't throw anybody. Uh, Malachi uses this round to cast a spell on his ship, spell. which he can do. Oh, Malachi is. Okay. Never spell. mind. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be that would be baffling. Okay, Names. Malachi, yeah, captain of this ship, the ship you're on. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want this ship to be okay. Casts the spell through the the throne he's sitting in, and the ship jumps 500 feet. Whoa! What like teleports? No, nah, I can relate. It's like Ragnaros. <laughs> the spell he casts is Dimension Door. Oh, weird! On the entire ship, so he just shot the ship 500 feet away from the ship they were fighting. Wow. Okay. Uh, and he continues to move away and just leaves them drifting and torn open. He's like, "Ah, yeah, thus ending combat." We should call this episode yeah. just shooting the ship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other ship doesn't seem to be able to turn or pursue and after like some little cannon fire from the the few cannons that are on the back of the ship and yeah this ship has cannons on the back of it even that's how many it's got he's he goes all right that gets rid of that what heck would i have uh noticed or felt the warp jump when i because i went like you know back to my room real quick you know something happened you don't know exactly what okay it would not be immediately apparent to you that the ship dimension door because dimension door is normally a spell that is cast on a person. Okay. He can cast it on the ship because of the means of by which the ship is powered. Good old hell. Weird. <sighs> uh, I almost feel like I have to breathe. That's how terrible that was. So, which one of you? Oh, right. Y'all did. Never mind. At this point, what? I show up on the deck and I, I hold up my bagpipes smiling and pointing at them like, rah, 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 like trying to. Some of the dead dwarves are appreciative. Yeah, cool. Malachi uh, looks to, to mischief because she said, wait, what? And he goes, well, 
they were here for you, obviously. We Everybody wants to kill you. Great. We don't even know who the hell those things were or what they were. Mind flayers, man. Have I ever heard of mind flayers? Had a mind flare. What's that? When you went to Sigil. Oh, that's right. We did. I totally forgot about that. That one was friendly. These ones definitely aren't. Or, well, friendly by their terms. Hmm. That was Dunthrar, the, the blood drinker, who, in addition to ripping people's brains out of their heads and eating them, also likes to drink blood because he's undead. Huh? Huh? He's what huh? they call an alhoon, which is, like, worse. It's a mind flayer, but also dead. So it's even worse. Well, I mean, a dead mind flayer is fine. An undead mind flayer, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't admit. I gotta admit, I don't like them much myself. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Those things, uh, they're just pirates. They don't usually. They wouldn't. They wouldn't usually try to attack my ship. That's that's interesting. Well, we're a day and a half from Marcera. I need Great. to get my boys working on the crew and working on fixing up the damage we just did to ourselves. Uh, you, you lot are welcome to do whatever you want with your time. He seems already somewhat distracted, looking at the 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 piles of ash inside of his. That he's like counting. He goes, "I'm down." <sighs> that's not easy. Where am I going to get six more dead pirates? Probably. Probably the same place you got them before. You're right. I'll go back to Telconathas. Thank you, cousin. <laughs> Mischief goes and sits down in front of... Okay, before we were really rudely interrupted, we were trying to tell us about your other self, huh? Kanahe is going to go over, too, because this conversation is not over. Whatever it is. Okay. Did you... I... 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 As soon as Kanahe... Uh, or Kanahe gets over here... Um, I look away from uh, mischief like angrily and cross my arms, and then I start talking to uh, Kanahe instead. I see. We're going to play it like that, huh? You were the, trying uh, to hurt yourself. It was the bad. Other, the other Kenku that's standing next to, to mischief goes, Wah! Rude. Wah! Okay, that's mischief uh, blinks that's and looks at the other Kenku. Do we see um, the other Kenku? Oh, yeah, you'll see him. Is it me? Yeah, it's you. Uh, it doesn't look me? as bad, though. Other me? It's an it's you. Doesn't have an eye patch. Doesn't have weird feathers. I immediately go to stab it. Attack roll. Uh, can Kanahe try and stop him from stabbing it? Not really. Okay. For purposes of this, it's a surprise attack. You didn't know it was going to happen. Uh. Um. Okay. So do I? I just do the damage roll. Do an attack roll. Still have to attack. You might not hit him for a variety of reasons. Armor class okay. is a thing. Yeah, okay, hold on, though. Proficiency with the dagger. Okay, so I can uh, I can add my 18. So I did that right. So you got an 18 total? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you failed to stab him. Ooh. Oh, dick. <laughs> Mr. Flinks again and looks at Fizzle. Fizzle, you like, now need to make a... Our Fizzle. You need to make a DC 18 wisdom save. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, you do not succumb to the Tasha's hideous laughter he just tried to cast on you. Um, do I know he tried to cast it on me? Yeah, it's your spell. You've cast it. All right, you know then I'm going to give him the raspberries. <laughs> he does Mr. the exact same sound back to at you. Mischief is going to look at our fizzle and then look at the other fizzle. And then she's going to pull out her spear and take a swipe at the other fizzle. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going gonna, I'm to play my bagpipes. Uh, if Do I know, like, can I give her bardic inspiration? I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah. What I'm does gonna... that do? I'm looking it up real quick because I forgot. Additional inspiration D... die one d eight. Yeah. If you roll you and you don't do it. well, you can add it to the roll. Yeah. 
I will point out the only thing he did was cast Tasha's hideous laughter in a response to someone trying to stab him. Yeah. 24 to hit. It's... Oh, <laughs> and can I, uh, Do I get sneak attack? Because technically he was engaged with <laughs> Yeah. Technically okay. he is in melee, so sure. Give me one second. I'm going to roll a deity we have one. This is going to be like one of those weird sci-fi B-movies where like... People keep jumping in from the from the future to the past, and we just keep killing them <laughs> over. And there's just like a pile of dead Kanku bodies on the deck. Oh what's what's uh, seven plus seven? Twenty four. So I do twenty four points of damage. Fizzle, you take twenty four <laughs> points of damage. I do. Yep. Wait, but I was Fudge. stabbing the other one. Yeah, you also took twenty four points of damage. Oh shit! You didn't oh, ask wait. me what time period this guy was from. God. I Could I we... screech out in pain. Your fizzle now has a old wound on his chest Ooh. in the exact spot where the new, the new fizzle has been stabbed. I think at this point, Willier will walk in and like interject between one of the fizzles uh, if Kanahe is trying to get in front of the other one. Uh, perhaps, yeah. perhaps there's some Kanahe's weird time to... stuff going on. We should not stab other things until we know what's happening. I, I, yeah. I look at mischief and I just go win and point at my. <laughs> that's a word I've heard before. I'm sorry, I didn't know. She like takes the spear and kind of puts it back <laughs> at her side. I was trying to. <laughs> we shouldn't. The other fizzle is now like not friend. <laughs> Not friend. I point back at him. It's like Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so... And I just kind of look at both fizzles. What is going on? That's a past fizzle. Right? Past fizzle? It has to I... be a past fizzle because I stabbed it and then you took damage. I'm going to ignore all of Moon. these idiots. I'm going to ignore all of these idiots and look at the past fizzle and say, how did you get here? Quiet axe. We're not killing both the both the birds. We like at least one of those birds. Wait, do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> I spin around. <laughs> what? Why are you talking to your axe? Mischief is just very confused right now. The undead dwarves make way more sense than anything that is going on right now. Can we just other, deal with one problem at a time? The other fizzle who is wearing the exact same clothes as your fizzle pulls out of his bag the eye. Oh, not this. I can I go to reach for it? Uh, you got two. You got two player characters between you and him. Yeah, you you technically they're, they're you're blocked by multiple people. No. And okay. As he holds forth the eye, the other Willier says, "I also have the hand." What? I spin around. What? <laughs> I'm not him. I'm not that other. Well, I'm. I'm you. What is going on? These artifacts are terribly dangerous, my friend. But we got rid of them, and now you brought them back. Exactly. Why did you do that? The problem is, you got rid of them, but you caused a time fissure because oh, you gave them to Orcus. So now what? I don't know. Harrison shakes his head and said, "You don't." I don't think it's the demon's fault, though. I think it's the artifact's fault. Yes, I, I I believe that I am correct. Is that how that would work? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I think what we have to do is we have to take these artifacts to the one place in this world that could positively destroy them. Something, something, Mount Doom? Yes, my, my friend. Think. 
the one place that you and I have already been that, co that contains enough raw elemental power to destroy artifacts of this nature. Oh, that forge thing. Forge thing? The island. Yep. The other Willia turns to, to mischief. The one we came from? That is correct, I believe. I don't oh, know how long man. I'll be here before, and then he vanishes. Well, I'm guessing but the hand stays behind. Yep, the hand is right there on the ground. I grab it and I shove it in a bag. The other fizzle is also gone, just vanished and left the eye behind. Mischief picks up the eye and stuffs it in the bag of holding. I'm going to say, Fizzle, you have to make a perception check to even be sure that you saw that. Because there are enough people standing between you. So go ahead and make a perception check. Should I make a slate of hand check or? Yeah. <laughs> Try to beat his perception. Oops. Um, <laughs> like, would you roll 1d20 plus 4? It's a loud roll. <laughs> I don't know. if Okay. 17. Wait, so did she took the eye. Is that what happened? She and with because her she, hand. she was, was she closer to it than I was? Much closer. There are like okay. there's at least three people between you and it. it. You might not even know he had it for sure. That's what this check okay. is for. I, I rolled a nineteen. Okay, you didn't the nineteen. You know that it was there. You didn't see what happened to it. For all you Dang. know, it went back when the other fizzle did. I will go to Malachi or Malakath. I can't. Is Malachi or Malakath? Malachi. 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 He's currently like sitting there going, "What in the?" Yeah, this is just getting weirder and weirder. So, would you like to get even weirder and possibly? maybe give you replenishing number possibilities question mark we what do you have you in mind i described the island we were at in the facilities where we were clearly where a, like the whole thing with the cloning and time and power and all this other stuff you might be able to um i don't know create more or an endless supply of bodies that can be turned undead and they're clones so it doesn't really count i don't care yeah. technically just... williams chaotic good so he doesn't really care <laughs> Well, I mean, he, it, it, there's, it an awful lot of, there's an awful lot of maybes, but I'm willing to go check it out, I suppose. Well, I mean, I figure it, it would might save you some hassle. Chip instead of, I don't want to have to call me boss and say, hey, did you get that hand and I? Uh, technically, they are. I would argue that technically you fulfilled the uh, the duties of your wager. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, okay. Uh, give me a... Let's he, he takes you over to a to a, ta a map table oh. in his like he actually go into his quarters and he takes you to a map table. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd have Conahay come with me because like she's the seafaring one, so yeah, she, she would, would know the coordinates. Give me a basic idea, and he he unfurls a map. It's the map of the whole Riaton, and then there's the areas around it. Give me a rough idea where you think it might. Um, I will lend the help action to Conahay for whatever Conahay yeah, makes. Yeah, what am I far enough away that yeah. we could have another conversation without them hearing? At the map table? Well, who are you talking to? The rest of the party, because I, I don't yeah, want to... You guys can okay. talk without them hearing at the map table. I'm going to say that since this is... I'm going to say it's a survival check, because you're trying to remember how survival is stuff like navigate. I don't really have a navigate skill, so in this case, it'll be survival. I'm proficient with navigator's tools, but I don't have any navigator's tools. Yeah, really okay. But you've got advantage because you're getting the help action from Willier. But wouldn't technically Malachi have navigator's tools that we could borrow? That he, Yeah, he's got the map table, he's got a sextant, he's got all that stuff. But right now he needs you to give him what you know so he can make that check. So uh, this, this is your ten. check. Is that with advantage? That's with advantage. The first roll was really bad, and the second roll was not good. Okay, 10. All right, so that his check is... Give me one second. After about an hour of going over charts and talking about your experience, he he's like, 
All right, if I think I know what we're going, we're going due south. Uh, we're actually going to have to cut across some of the uh, Nazatan area, but we should be able to get that. We're trying to find a place called the Isle of the Maker. Old sailors' tales are the Isle of the Maker is a home to all sorts of weird and strange things. You you said there was some kind of temple, and the temple had a portal to the other planes of existence in it? Is that, that what you're telling me here? Yep, that is one of the locations. There was also a... Uh rather large uh, facility built into the volcano there. All right. Well, we're going to have to cut through. Uh, I said Nazatan before, but I meant Marcella. We're going to cut through Marcella anyway, so we might make a stop there for resupply. That won't be a very long stop. Yeah. Um, all right. I think I got this. That's going to be, though, once we get once we leave Marcella, it's going to be like a week straight. It's not close. I think this is going to give us the best option for you and us to accomplish at least something. Well, I don't care much about worthwhile, but I do care about my own arse, so... Alright, go do what you're gonna do for the rest of the day. We've got a, we're gonna stop in Marcella tomorrow. You'll have a day while I get the ship ready, and then we're gonna be going. I'm gonna cut back now to you guys outside, because Corey said he wanted to talk. Zell wanted to talk without being overheard. Yes. Who do you talk to? So we heard we heard Willier talking about working with him and giving him an unlimited supply of clone undead pirates right yes you did hear that okay so we cannot let we we cannot let this pirate captain deals with demons and has a flying battleship make an intelligence check the straight up int in check so roll d20 and add whatever your intelligence bonus is it is taking 16 okay it occurs to you that the last time you saw that place molten lava was spraying out of the top right so the odds of there being anything in there to clone anybody, not great. Mm -hmm. Either way, though, I don't think that First we should you that in was a lying. position of any chance of power. I, think. I still think we should try and plan for double cross. So you want to plan to, to double cross him on his own ship? Yes. Okay. That's not a great who, who, idea. So who heard this? Corey is talking to everybody except Kanahe and Willier, who went into Malachi's cabin with him. Okay. So the rest of you can all hear this. Presumably some of the dead dwarves can hear you, but I'm well, assuming I, I, Corey is trying to pitch it down and not talk so yeah, that the I, dead dwarves I, can hear it. That's not a great idea. Have you what he can do? Well, Look, yeah, but we can't, we can't leave him in charge of a pirate ship that can... Look, he's helping us right now. He's the only one that's helping us right now. And yeah, maybe his methods are questionable but since he's the only one that's helping us right now and getting us to where we need to go and we need to get rid of that thing there's other ways that we could get there we could find a way I, but i want a pirate with the with any of this power you know and he's only helping us because he thinks he's going to get something more out of it at the end i narrow my eyes and kind of go pirate and like you know kind of shrug like and i keep repeating the word pirate a couple times pirate pirates pirate and like shrugging and i'm looking at uh Zellin? Okay. Fizzle does that. Yeah, I don't think bad. that Fizzle cares either. Do you care, Fizzle? You don't care, or you do Pi care? Want no pirates. And then I pointed Zellin again. I want no pirates. Sounds like you don't like pirates either. That no. much. No. No. Okay, um, Medeal, are you doing anything here? I am listening. Um, I christened this ship. Actually, you didn't. Well, this isn't the one I christened. Oh, the one you christened was way smaller than this. This oh, ship okay. is enormous. 
Uh, he's moved up in the world. This ship is much bigger. And you certainly didn't christen any ships that could just grow a big metal prow out of nowhere. Uh, and the cannons, you've never... Like, dwarves have cannons, but there's this, like... This ship's got close to 150 cannons on it. You've never seen this many cannons. This, this ship is is astonishing. It's quite terrifying, actually. It's literally Meta- a flying Dutchman. <laughs> Meta- yes, metaphorically, I christened this. He asked me, and now he's undead. I'm Rock. neutral on pirates. I've never experienced them before. He was just going to make a living because he didn't have an arrangement with my dad. I don't know how I feel other than annoyed that I've got this goo on me. Yeah, the goo is kind of gross. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, the, the other three have come out of the office because discussion as the course has been malachi turns to the to, to bubbles the, the girl and goes i i need you to get everyone oh why am i talking to a girl pied i need you to get everyone together we're going to make a stop in marcera for supplies uh we're going to need to pick up food because these people eat um and we keep forgetting to do that also you've been putting chamber pots in their rooms right uh <laughs> what's a chamber pot the thing god's sake man you were alive for like most of you, your time, you've only died fairly recently. You must remember a chamber pot. Oh, right. It's the, yeah, it's the thing they do that in. Yes, it's the thing they do that in. You act like you never did it. You did it all the time. I'm giggling some more. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll get them things to, to piss in. And the other thing, all oh, right, the other thing. Yeah, they can do that too. Does everybody here want like one of those? Yes. <laughs> That's how many of you are there. He starts counting. He's like holding up a hand to do it, and like he's missing a thumb. So, like he keeps like going oh, five. I keep forgetting five. Oh, seven. There's seven of seven. seven. All right. Yeah, can that's I... the that's two after four. Can I mean five. Right. So because I'm a gnome and I have the tinkerer thing in some of my downtime, can I just make him a new thumb? Go ahead and make a check. Make a tinker's check. Uh, what is it? My intellect plus proficiency. Fourteen. You make a passable. Like he has to strap it on. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's serviceable. Piet's like, huh, a thumb. Thanks. Well, now you can count to five. Right. I was doing that. Why was I count? Oh, right, because there's more than f- there's more than that of you. Right. I have to count to five, and then I have to count two more again. <sighs> Mother always said I need to learn me fingers, but whatever. Also, I don't have that accent. Only the captain does. I talk like this. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> don't just start forgetting and copying the accent again. It's hard enough when I do it. Do you guys have anything you actually want to plan to do uh, before we move on to the next day? I mean, unless anybody wants to talk or anything like that. I mean, Williers is pretty much trying to uh, keep his possession away from, or the artifact away from Fizzle as much as possible. Mischief is going to go talk to Willier privately, if that's possible. All right, well. Like, find him in his chamber or something. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else? Zelen, do you have anything you're planning on doing overnight? No, I don't think so. Arizon? Nope, he just has the gorilla feeling bad about attacking one battle. Kanahe? Um, can I see if I can figure out anything about the working of the ship? Like, I'd just be curious as to, like, how they okay. do things. Is it just all magic? Blah. Maybe ask, we'll maybe talk with, to some of the crew. We'll do with Kanahe first. Um, the crew are not tremendously communicative because they're a bunch of dead dwarves. Um, they, they do their jobs. They're, they're intelligent undead, but they're not intelligent undead. It's like... They're sailors. You're used to sailors. You know that they don't like to talk too much. Um, but the ship has rigging. It's clearly, there's a lot of magic involved in the ship. 
um, quite a lot of it. You're not, you know, you're a sorcerer, not a not a wizard, so yeah. you don't have a ton of book learning on the subject. But the ship is basically using necromantic power to do what another flying ship would do with, like, you know, wind control or what have you. It's sort of just brute forcing its way through the sky. Does it have actual sails? Oh yeah, it has enormous sails. Uh, and are they like? Are they like billowing like they're in wind? They're actually, it, it's very interesting because the ship does not feel like there's a wind in any way. There's nothing, there's no, unless there's like actual wind blowing through, but it can be blowing across. But the sails are always pointing like as if a wind was blowing into them from behind. Whatever direction the ship is going in, it's as if it is at full sail with a wind behind it. And the sails are, are not made of canvas, they're leathery. Um, you can't actually, you could climb up, but if you don't climb up, then from there, you can just kind of tell they're leathery and stretched out. They skin. Could I, yeah. could I climb Fine. up and look at them? Yeah, you could. I mean, you'd make a, I'm just going to assume you'd be able to do it. It's not like it's, this doesn't require a check. Okay. Um, it's, it's like extremely thick tanned skin, but not human skin or anything like that. It's like from some great animal. Hmm. It's, it's like leather sails for lack of a better word. But they're, they're, you notice that they were like extremely hydrophobic. Like when that ichor got on them, it just dripped right off. It didn't stick to them. Uh, by the way, there's a, one of the undead brings a Medeal a, a basin and some water. The captain said, you want this to clean up. Yeah. At some point I want to, I have something I want to do, but. Okay. We'll get, we'll get to you. Yeah. Whenever yeah, you get to me. The, the rigging is like, it, it's, it's rigged normally, but the sails are like, again, that leathery kind of skin type stuff. And they're extremely, like, at one point, you pull out a dagger and just kind of poke it and they don't, doesn't get through. It's like, poke, poke, poke. Nope. Uh, the ship itself, however, is very much sustained by magic. It's, it's heavily necromantic in nature. There's some, you're not sure that it doesn't, you don't get the sense that this is like, you know, the ship is not powered because it's like a, a, a an, ar an archangel came to the material plane and said, here's a boat. If if anybody gave him this boat, it was probably a demon. This boat is mm. most okay. almost certainly powered by evil men. Do they adjust the rigging when they want to change direction or does it just move? Um, he has a wheel oh. and the wheel seems to be attached to nothing. But when he turns it, the sails and everything turn to to tack the ship. And when the mm -hmm. ship turns, it just turns as if the wind was behind it direct. It's as if he never has to steer against the wind. He never has to do anything like that. It's always as if it's in a, a, a wind, a, a, got a strong headwind. Interesting. I I found that very interesting, even though that probably has little to no impact on the rest of the game. That's that's what you get. Um, mm -hmm. Willier and Mischief. Mischief is looking for Willier? Yes. Okay. You find him. I'm assuming you were in your quarters building a thumb? Yeah. That would have been, so, that probably would have been it. She goes, knock, knock. Come on in. She comes in and she closes the door behind Oh. Hey. Mischief. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What can I do for you? So what are we doing exactly? I'm pretty sure the fires of that volcano or whatever is there can get rid of these artifacts if it would make the most arcanes. The other mischief in the room goes, I hope so, because having this thing in my bag means I'm constantly appearing in weird places. Oh, no. Hi. Why are you here? I don't know. Oh, okay. So you're not, like, here to warn me about anything? You're just here because I time? think that, that eye thing, because I, I picked it up, and then I went to sleep, and then I was here. Great. So I'm guessing, wait, you went to sleep, and then you were here? Yeah. From This is a conversation. The conversation you're having with him is the conversation I had with him about five hours ago. Great. So we're going to be basically playing through this loop, huh? Not. 
maybe give him the eye and then he can worry about it. Oh no, but that's a terrible idea because then all Fizzle would have to do is steal everything and die. Yeah, exactly. And I myself that. Why didn't I remember that? This is what's confusing. I know everything is confusing. I was thinking. I was thinking that maybe if we got to Marcera, um, I could find like a box or something to put it in. Maybe. Yeah. I thought maybe that'd be a good idea. But mostly I'm wondering, so are we like really helping this pirate guy? No. Is that? Oh, okay. All I'm right. So, and I, I kind of like pitch my voice really low. You notice I didn't promise him that it was there. I said that there's the possibility. I said it was okay. a huge facility. I didn't tell him that it was still in one piece. Okay. We saw what happened with the volcano. There's just all. Yeah, so I'm just checking. What? Oh, really? really wasn't happy no he but well um, he's not happy about anything because he hates pirates to begin with yeah i kind of think should talk to him just to like reassure him the last time i the last time i did that he threatened to take my head off remember when i told him that he was being too stubborn about pirates yeah true okay well we'll just have to deal with him as we deal with it but um maybe you should talk with him oh no he's really sensitive yeah we kind of tried to talk to him a little bit already and he didn't hear any um over the ship what? Remember you was talking about taking over the ship. Oh, yeah. no, really? Oh. Yeah. That's a terrible idea because yeah. have you seen this ship? It's so cool. Oh, oh, we really got to and then she vanished. Oops. Bye. <sighs> okay, gonna... well, I guess I should look forward to seeing you again in like 5 hours after I go to sleep. Probably. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. No, it's all good. Um I was thinking maybe if I got an iron box and put the thing in it, that might help. I don't. Think? I don't think uh, iron box is going to be powerful enough for these things. I think we're going to have to figure something else out. Well, I figure if if you put like put it in an iron box, at least nobody can scry on it. True, and that's probably not a terrible idea. Um, so while that's we're in something, when we're in port, I'm going to see if I can figure out. All right, and I'm just kind of like worried. And I, and I look at mischief, and you just see like Willier is just like. It looks like in that second he's just drained, like he is exhausted. He is just like all the like everything, just like he breathes, and it's almost like he deflates a little bit. He's like, "I'm, I'm just so tired of all of this." Yeah. And thank you for telling me. So at least I know that worse than I have to worry about Zelen putting a lead in my back to you. I don't think he'll do that, but he's unhappy. And well, I, I mean, don't... how do you, how does he think I feel? I have somebody parading around as me. You know, taking a life, building a life that I never got to have, doing well, all the things and ruining my name. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. We go to Marcera. I meet up with a mom and figure out what her deal is. Cause that's a thing. Apparently <sighs> watch, we're going to get there. And then she's going to say, Oh, I'm not your mom. No, this other person is your mom actually. And then it's going to be stupid. And it's all stupid anyway. I don't even know why I'm going to look for her. But anyway, while we're in Marcera, we should probably find some stuff to beef ourselves up with. I mean, we've got all kinds of gold right now. And then after we take care of this whole volcano business, we can go back to Piedora and smack that guy like he deserves. Yeah? Oh, no, I'm going to take him out one way or another. I'm just, I'm starting to think about what life I'm going to have after that's done. Right. How but do you're I... not going to take him out alone, is what I'm saying. If Even if the other one, even if the other guys don't want to help, I want to. And he, he, he smiles a little and he just looks up at you and he said, and I will help you find your mom. Okay. Well, it shouldn't be too hard because apparently she's waiting for me in Marcera. And if it turns out that that person's lying to you, I will burn them to cinders. If That's and, thank uh, you. Willier actually like stands up and hugs Mischief. Aww, she hugs kind of back. Leg, but yeah, 
She yeah. hugs him back. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna right. cut to. I'm gonna cut to Gim because Vidil uh, wanted to do some stuff. Would while they have while they have wandered off, um, I thank the guy. Look at the uh, the bowl of water. Set it down, water. and I want to go talk to my cousin. Okay. Uh, he's currently in his cabin. So you go up. There's a the big giant gorilla who's like, Brr. you know, you hear from inside. Let her in already. She's come to yell at me. I think I've yelled enough since you expect it. I want to know what happened. You want my entire life story. It's been what, 10 years? At least. Yeah. Um, I mean, all you asked me to do was christen a ship. It got me into trouble with my dad because... Cousin, cousin, not... cousin, 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 cousin. Not everything's about you. You christened the boat I was working. The boat went down. I died. I'm sorry that, you know, you're, you're, you're taking a lot on yourself here. It's got nothing to do with you. I didn't want to stay dead. I was offered a deal. I took it. I mean, I guess I could have just stayed dead and then y'all wouldn't have to worry about this magnificent vessel I've built taking you away from your troubles, but didn't want to be dead. That's that's the bottom line. Demon Prince offered me a deal. I took it. I've served him for the past 10 years. I've done pretty well. Now, I got you that you don't like that, and I don't blame you. It's not like people exactly invite demon princes to their homes or anything, but my options were limited. I mean, now you're not talking. You, did, you, you are giving me stuff to think about. I hated, hated just being the person who comes and the adventurers, hey, we need a blessing. Oh, Medeal can do it. That's your whole life. That's your whole life. Medeal can do it. Medeal can do it. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't intend to. I mean, I just thought I was throwing you some work. I didn't think I was imposing on you. If you didn't, if I knew you didn't want to do it, I would have got somebody else. But I mean, it's here you that. are. You're out here now, right? It, it, it's not that. It's the family squabbles. You miss the family squabbles. I didn't miss them and so the, much as I left to get the f away from them, and I haven't gone back because, well, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine Aunt Myrtle? I show up now. Oh, hi, Aunt Myrtle. Here's me. The least, the least strange thing about my life is the giant gorilla I got following me around. Oh, and I'm dead. Uh, you know, I think I might pay money to see you show up on her doorstep. I never yeah. liked her anyway. I'm not, I don't think anybody liked her, but that's not important. She, she's, what do they say? It's better to be feared than loved. She definitely believed that one, didn't she? Um, look, I, it just, I'm I sorry. Be, I wouldn't even be dealing with this if it weren't you. I would already. I just turned a lot of them over and moved on. We'd have never seen each other again. Yeah. I think maybe you you definitely would have been better off if you'd stayed back there. Why did you leave? I didn't have a choice. Oh. He kind of sits down. like uh, He's got like a chair behind his map table. Well, you want a drink? I've got some stuff around here. Obviously, I don't use it very much. But... You got that? You probably don't. Cause, well, cause uh, most, most of the stuff I've got is not Dorovan because it, you know, it's whatever yeah, we get off. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's, you know, you take it when you... Do the pilot. Well, it, well it, throw out three bottles. I mix them together. It'll be great. Sure. Yeah. He goes to a liquor cabinet and pulls out three very like they, these are the first bottle is made. Of, it's like the crystalline structure of the bottle is extremely expensive. It's it's a diamond. The bottle is a diamond. Uh, then he's got two others. One is an iron flask from Telcarnathas, which is the central dwarven city in the middle of the Riaton. And the third, you've never seen anything like it. You don't know where it's from. This, he holds it up. This was made by gnomes. Gnome, gnome alcohol? It's got a kick. 
It's just yeah. a jug with an XXX on it. <laughs> it's actually, it's a jug with an XXX on it, but it's got gears oh, that keep it constantly stirred up. Uh, he does mix the three and then he hands it to you. So, uh, that gnome fella you got with you. He's smart. Yeah, he's, he's a sharp one. Uh, just, just between the two of us, he's one of those people who lies to you without actually ever lying to you, isn't he? You know, I he likes to talk and he seems to be good at getting us places. I'm just here because I got grabbed and they were grabbed with me and we're all kind of in this together. Well, I'll tell you this much. If you decide you want to do something a bit more profitable, I got room, but I don't think you'd like it. So I'd I think have to die. Have, well, you wouldn't have to, but let's be honest. I got an entire crew who don't eat, who don't sleep. They're going to forget things like getting food. I got to tell them to buy food for y'all when you're here. Eventually, there just wouldn't be any food and you'd starve to death. I don't think I'd be much help to you. Probably that too. I also think you'd probably mind all the like selling people into slavery and stuff. Right yeah, now, yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I never sell nobody into slavery who isn't somebody like a rival or a competitor. Because let's be honest, slavers rip you off. The cheats, they never want to pay you. So it's never good business to work with a slaver. The only time it's good to work with a slaver is when you can sell them a slaver. That's great. And I catch a, lo- a boatload full of slaves. I immediately grab the people who have that boat and sell those guys into slavery. It's, it's fantastic and it's hilarious. Uh, but I'm not pretending I'm like noble or anything about it. Nothing like that. Not, I'm not like doing it out of the kindness of my heart. I'm doing it because you cannot trust those people and they will not pay you. They'll do anything to not pay you. Never work with somebody who tries too hard to cheat you. It's just never worth your time. It's like working with Uncle John. And that she snickers. The her mouthful of ale goes all over his table. Oh, no, he do, he w- does a thing and he basically casts the equivalent of control water and pulls the liquid up off of his maps before. It did. So, is, is there anything else? I mean, you know, no, if you really no. want me to explain the whole ten years, I got, no. I got sunk. You know, blah blah. It, because. My whole 10 years is boring. It's like shuck and corn. Remember shuck and corn when we were kids? Uh, I remember you doing it and me hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, No offense, Lass, but you never were quick on the ripping people off. Uh, I, I'm dumb. I, I look at this party and I'm just, I'm dumb. Oh, come on. You're not dumb. Don't say that. I mean... You're all bloody insane, like the, the elf boy with the axe who thinks he's going to shiv me. Um, magic boat. Uh, I can hear anything anybody on it says, but I don't <laughs> care. He doesn't want. He doesn't. He doesn't want me around. Of course, he doesn't want me around. I wouldn't want me around. It's. I mean, I made a deal because I had to, not because I wanted to. It's not every day that the Orcus, the demon prince of the undead, you know, says, "Hey, you will serve me, or you will rot in the ground." And I'm like all. Okay, I don't want the rotten in the ground part, so sure. You know, we got into a lot of good trouble when we were growing up. Yeah, mostly, well, you did the good part and I did the trouble part. Y- yeah, but, but you know, I got yelled at. Yeah, that's true. You got caught a lot. <laughs> See, I'm not real smart. You were really smart. I do with being smart, love. You just don't... <sighs> there are people who are good at taking, and there are people who aren't. And there ain't no shame in not being... It's not... A good thing. Uh, I, I, I ain't got no illusions. You know what? My life's going to end up this ship on fire and crashing into the ocean and some guy with a big glowing sword sticking it right through me chest. That's the end of my story. That's how it's going to go. Sooner or later, somebody strong, fearless, and heroic enough is going to come along and rip me in half. 
or maybe you know some elf with an accident and a stick up. I, I no no man knows the day nor the hour. I can't make the same deal twice, so it's gonna happen eventually. Someone's gonna get fed up with. It. Until that happens, I aim to have maybe maybe like the time we worked together with the fish heads. Oh, we bloody hell, that's, you're gonna, you, you, you want to do that again. When we work together. Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah, I know I got I got in trouble. I know I, I got in trouble. You got in trouble. But, last, but, we, filled, we filled your papa's house with fish heads. It was so fun. Thought. It was so much fun. It, you know, being the, in the middle, you could, you they, they overlooked me, but then I got blamed for everything. That's why I'm in the, that's why they sent me to the church. But maybe you and I could fill Papa's house with fish heads again. I really don't want to. It was kind of smelly work. And quite honestly, I've got more important things to do, like, you know, kill people and take the stuff. But I appreciate the sentiment. That's what I'm getting at. For now, um, you probably should go do that thing where you close your eyes and lay motionless for a second. Yeah, hours. I probably should do that. I'm, I don't do that anymore. I got to say, it's one of the best things about this whole situation. I do miss pooping. <laughs> I got to say, because you don't, you don't know how much you're going to miss that until you never do it again. And you're like, this is awkward and ugly and dirty. It's all those things. But still, that feeling of, ah, that's done. I never get that anymore. There's other things that give you that feeling I also don't. So, But this, this one's the least objectionable to talk about. And isn't that something? Well, thanks for the drink. Thanks for your time. Take it with you if you want. The door, the, the gnome stuff, I got to tell you, they're crazy. They, they make that out of dragons. I don't know how. Never found out. Drag. Yeah, dragons. I don't think full-grown ones or anything, because they're they're you know dragons. Have... Yeah, dragons. Fire breathing. I don't know what they breathe. Dragons. Every... Different dragons breathe different things. They don't all breathe fire, but definitely dragons. That 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 someday we'll, if I ever get a chance and you want to come up, they'll take you to their island. It's it's actually pretty big. It's a big island, and they're they control the whole thing. All gnomes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go sleep on this. You take care, Lass going to grab all of the bottles and my mug and trundle down to my room. Alrighty. Uh, and we're going to... I'm gonna and say, I'm going to wedge something under the door. I don't want anybody coming in. Uh, I'm going to say at this point we should take a quick break so people can do bio and stuff. Uh, I'm going to say five minutes. Is that okay with you guys? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mitch, you told me you had to leave at a certain point. How much time do you have? Um, I just wanted to keep it like under three hours or like max three hours. How Plus close got about an hour. that? Okay. All right. So yeah, five minutes. Uh, come back and okay. Okay. Chaotic. Chaotic. Morning is rolled around, and you're all awakened in your turn by a undead dwarf bringing you a plate of various things to eat. Usually, it's like hard-boiled eggs and tack. The tack is not the freshest because they haven't really had to feed anybody in a long time. It's it's serviceable, but it's not delicious. You can choose whether or not. But when you eventually come up to the deck of the ship, uh, you see. Very relatively close now, a few hundred yards away, the spires of Marcera, because Marcera does not it has a, it is actually landlocked for all that it is on an island. It is in the center of that. It does not have a port, or at least not a aquatic. Instead, Marcera has an airport, literally sky towers, and the sky towers are where the ships dock. You also notice that overnight the ship has done things like get rid of all the spikes and the big metal prow. Like, all that's gone, and it just looks like a normal ship again. Big, but a normal ship. And you'll notice that most of the crew is staying below decks. Only the captain and a couple of the more lively crew members are on the, t- are on the deck. 
and of course the giant gorilla and he, as you come up he turns and goes yeah I, I, we try to keep it as down low as possible on the whole being dead thing i'm not sure they'd actually care but i don't see much point in pushing it probably for the best mm-hmm. so it's going to take me about 12 hours to get everything set up uh to sell what i've got to sell and to make purchases for a trip so you've got that much time in the city to do whatever you're going to do be back here i'd say dusk here is around six spells so i'd say around six. okay yeah uh, I'm trying to find my, my entire purpose here is to try to find a way to lock down these artifacts, at least enough that we can maybe stop getting time jumps and stuff. So, okay. Before, uh, make, oh, hold on. You said I wouldn't. Uh, before leaving the ship, Kanahe would just like to do anything she can to make her look less like her. Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. I have a thing that can do this. Forget I said that. Did uh did we happen to take a rest before this? Like yeah, it's overnight. Okay. You basically would have had a long rest because that's the ship pulls into one of the sky. The basic there's a tower and it has a, a gangplank off of it. The ship pulls over to it. The gangplank extends and locks onto the ship. It actually curls over and clicks on. And three people are waiting at the end of the gangplank. And Malachi's like, "All right, follow me out if you're coming." Okay. Um. Kanahe would like to cast Alter Self on herself and make her look like kind of a generic human crew member. Okay. One Jackie Daytona coming right off. <laughs> Kanahe is now, you know, I'm assuming you stay the same gender. Yeah, um, yeah. But Kanahe is now very, like, I am boring human. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you hear somebody who's obviously doesn't have an American accent, suddenly they're speaking like this. <laughs> I'm an American. It's, it's like that. She's just very human. Hello, I'm a human. I am not unusual in any way kind of thing. It's, I, I, it's, wave. It's, it's, it's I wave. I wave back. You get, you get off of, as you walk down the gangplank. It's actually fairly wide, so the entire party can go three abreast if they want. Um, there's a guy in a very elaborate um, tricorner hat, very fancy coat, who goes, Oh, Captain Malachi, how delightful that you're here again. And Malachi, hands, Malachi doesn't even like subtly hands him a bag of gold. He just straight up hands it to him. He goes, "Yes, well, I'll just overlook that you're here, shall I? That would be nice." What about the rest of these people? They're just passengers. So, well, the law of Marcera is simple. We don't like anything interfering with business, so don't interfere with business. If you get caught, then we'll probably kill you. Other than well, that, that's pretty straightforward. And uh, just as a word of advice, don't trifle. With the Conahe Mercantile Empire, because those people are savages. Mm. I, I raise an eyebrow at that. Oh, um, okay, huh? Well, the, the guy behind him goes, "Hey, we're that. not savages. We're just thugs." Oh, who says that? I respond. One of the guys behind him. Mm. Oh, yes, this is Bryce Denverth. I, I I run customs. Bryce steps forward. Uh, just make sure you don't, you know, no nothing alive. Uh, Nothing not alive, but still moving, and nothing from another plane of existence. Those those things we, we generally don't want them. In, so. Okay, cool. I guess I should go find my mom. Uh, okay, yeah. He's like, I can help you if you want directions to places. I can, I can, I know pretty much where everything in my Sarah is. Did she say where she was? I can't make, remember. Make a uh, let's say intelligence check. Eleven. <laughs> she said to go to Marcera. I'll, I'll look at uh, Mischief. Do you want company? You'll look at... Oh, I didn't realize it cut off there. I look at Mischief. Do you want company? 
Um, yeah, probably. I don't know where I'm going. What? Ha uh, hey, um, she looks at the guy. Ha are there a lot of tieflings in town? Fair amount. I mean, there's, oh. people, there's people from all over in Marcera. Marcera, we, you know, people from everywhere. That's not at all. Okay, well, thank you anyway. She's going to walk off a little bit. And then okay. um, she's going to grab the, the, the necklace that she was given and, and hold on to it. Because I think that's how she got talked to before, right? Yep. Yeah. She's going to go, Mom, are you there? We're in Marcera. You hear like a, it's a slight tinkling sensation. And a voice goes, oh, child, this is not the person you spoke to last time. It's the paladin that you spoke to in the outer plane. Hi, you're Hello. the other one. It's complicated. Uh, yes, I am caution. Great. So you're not my mom. Um, technically speaking, I mean, it is very complicated. Reckless and I are sisters. Uh-huh. But we didn't used to be sisters. Okay. That's weird. Yes. Are I, you in Marcera? We're, we're both here. Where are you at? Because we just arrived. And you find the, uh portage area it's it's a there's a lot of hospitality areas there's hotels and places to stay and places to eat okay the portage area we're in a establishment called the fist the leaky fist okay believe it or not <laughs> it's the best place here all right then i'll look for it um is it okay if i bring friends with me yes okay i, I would assume you'd want some okay cool we'll see you in a while then very well and i'm gonna put it back in my necklace and i go okay so and i turn to willier i'm like we're looking for an inn called the leaky fist don't okay ask. not going to don't worry okay they're doing anybody else do you have anything in particular in mind i want to uh, go shopping yeah okay. me too. Same. yeah look around to magic do you, do you bring that up to anybody or are you just gonna start looking around town you should ask they're the guy where the good places are to buy stuff uh who are you asking bryce or are you asking uh I figured yeah. I'd ask the guy as we're getting down the, the gangplank, where's the best dwarven district? Uh, there are not enough dwarves in Marsara for there to be a dwarven district. Um, there's there's an outlander's district where there's there's a Atel Karnatha's embassy of sorts. Uh, that's down next to the portage in, in the uh, in the drawl. So you go to the drawl, you'll find something. So um, you guys are looking... I want to say, let's say, pick somebody to roll a investigate check and somebody else can help them so you can get advantage for which groups because i'm going well, with you, mischief you guys said you wanted to go shopping so if you want to go shopping first then you're making one roll if you're going to split up so how are you how are you doing this what are y'all doing i figured i would go off on my own i'm looking for dwarven stuff okay so medial is going off on her own is everybody else going with mischief and willier or mischief and willier no, i was just going to go off on my own and shop okay so everybody's going shopping differently <laughs> You guys are gonna have to make your. This is a terrible group. idea. Yeah, I think we should have like a shopping group. And uh, yeah, we we shouldn't split up. That's just a bad idea. Not too late. Too so. much, at least. Uh, right now, as right, as things stand right now, or we could, or we could all go as one group and go shopping. Right now, those two went off. They're already gone. Um, so oh. it's Tanahe, Zell, uh, Arison, and they're going as a group, I assume. And then Mischief and Willier are going as a group. And you've got the going off on their own. So, people who are going shopping in a group, make an investigate check. You can get advantage if somebody helps you in that group. So pick somebody in that group to do the investigate. Uh, I will help someone. While that's happening, Willier and Mischief, it takes you about half an hour to get down. That's how high up you are. Wow. Okay. 
It takes oh, about half an hour to, to go down on the lift. They, it's lowered by, by cranks. This is all mechanical. Willier can tell that immediately. There's no magic involved in this. You're just straight up winched down. Ooh. And the lift takes half an hour to get fancy. Uh, there are a lot of gnomes here. Like, uh, if you see a group of 10 people, you see a gnome. Huh. And the gnomes are different than you. For one thing, they all have wildly colored hair. Green, gold, blue. Um, they're also shorter. They're, like, you're not a tall gnome. Mm-hmm. These guys are a little shorter, much slighter than you. At, at first, you're actually not sure if they're gnomes or halflings. But then you're like, okay, no, they definitely, the, the sheer amount of tinkering going on and the, the speed at which they talk to each other and they speak in gnomish, like they drop gnomish words in, but they're, it's heavily accented. Like you've not heard gnomish spoken. Like. You told them, do you know any of them? No, they're not like gnomes I'm used to. Probably a good thing, because if they recognize you, that would be. I'm, it's going to happen. I'm just sort of resigned to it at this point. It's okay. We can explain, As you... explain it to everybody else. As you get down um, the street, like as the street opens up, like you see crowds, uh, you ask a local guard and he points you towards the uh, the Portage District. Go, you get in there and it's the streets are wide. And unlike some streets, like Nazaton doesn't have this problem. You haven't been to Piedor somehow. <laughs> um, but a lot of cities, like a lot of smaller towns, especially human towns, have trouble with sewage. Uh, Marcera doesn't. And you're not sure exactly how, but then you notice there's a lot of what would be like metal caps in the street. And at one point you see somebody coming out of it and you realize that they've put their sewers underground. Oh, wow. Using magic. This is really advanced. I haven't been here. No, you've never been to Marcera. Uh, You eventually find the Leaky Fist. The symbol of the Leaky Fist is a giant ogreish looking thing with its hand held up in front of it and a pair of legs sticking out of the hand and blood squirting (laughs) down. Yeah, it's it's quite the, quite the image. You walk in and it's a relatively boisterous place. There's a a large gray-skinned woman with like what look like stones in her skin. Uh, she has long braided hair. She's behind the bar and she's um, serving people. Are there any tieflings in there? Uh, actually, yes. You you don't actually spot the tieflings immediately. You spot a bugbear that you recognize. Oh, hey! And the bugbear is with the tiefling paladin. And another tiefling. They're identical. The two tieflings are physically identical. You cannot tell a difference between like same skin color, same everything. The their skin color is actually slightly different, but that takes you. It, you have to really look at it. Your skin color is kind of like a purplish color. Yeah. They both have a purplish color. One is very slightly redder. One is very slightly. Blue. Neither okay. is exactly your color. They're both slightly away from it. Okay. Uh, as they see you, as you see them, um, the Bugbear puts his hand on the paladin's shoulder, uh, the tiefling one, and like he gives a gentle squeeze. And she like takes a breath and stands up and gestures you over. And I uh, kind of like reach my hand up and like I squeeze uh, Mischief's hand like in encouragement. She squeezes it back and then like goes ahead and just strides on over like nothing's wrong in the world. I strut behind. Hi, mom or mom or mom. Reckless busts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you told her, didn't you? I didn't tell her. I just told her it was complicated. <laughs> All right. I want to hear this. Good, because so do I. Probably a good idea to tell me, considering the only thing I know is that I thought my mom was a human woman. She she's, she, cautions, says, okay, please sit. 
Okay, shakes the seat. By the way, this is Willier. I don't know if you remember him. Yes, uh, Mr. Rustmark. Please, uh, Willier. Rustmark's my demon doppelganger. And I, uh, I, this is my attempt at humor, and I climb up onto a chair. Demon doppelgangers. Reckless gets still has a smile going. You know a little something about demon doppelgangers, huh? Yes, Reckless. I'm asking because I've actually forgotten Anne. What's your mother's name? The one that you thought was your mother? Rachel. <sighs> Rachel is your mother. And so am I. And so <laughs> Reckless. Okay. But, I don't know if you guys know anything about biology or not, but um... yes. <laughs> the, 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 the bugbear is like, there used to be one person. Okay. Oh. That's unusual. Yeah. There's a, I don't know what to call him. And the bugbear is like a demon, but not a demon, not a, but a god, but not a god, invader. Extraplanar uh, creature? Really raises his hand. Thing kind of like a, it started out as a lich and then it became like a god of secrets or something. And right. there was a woman, a tiefling woman named Resolve. She and I were friends. I guess I loved her. And you see caution kind of like down. And Which reckless. one of you did or all of you did? No, I was Resolve, caution says. And so was I, Reckless. And so was Rachel. We were fighting this thing. It called itself Vecna. Like they also call itself the Whispering Tyrant in the butt. <laughs> Mischief we, kind of like side eyes Will here and kicks him under the table. <laughs> yeah. The thing has this eye and hand that it uses to like come into our world. Yeah. And, no uh, no kidding. We've encountered it. It's it's spectacular. And Yeah. So they yeah. give you a look you've encountered it? Um Last? I kinda I kinda like look at Mischief for guidance of how much we say. How much do you know? Tell us more about the Vecna. Basically, the group that we were part of. The uh, You remember Elthus? Yeah. He put us together to fight things like that because there was a creature named the Monarthen of Earth that destroyed their home. Elthus took it personally, so formed our group, went around having adventures. I don't, and recklessly, I don't remember all this really great because I wasn't technically alive yet, uh, but we stopped this thing from coming into our world. But as a it was it was resolved that struck the blow that that killed his mortal vessel, uh, vampire lord named Kaz, that he was going to come for. When Resolve did that, the thing cursed us. How many are there of you? There's myself, Caution, and your Rachel. Just the three of you. Yes, he split us into three things. He tore the human part of us out and made that into just a woman. And Caution and I were the good and evil sides, I guess. I don't like to be called evil. I think that's kind of a limiting term, but yes, sister. We... Was this before or after you had me? It must have been before. Yes. Rachel wanted to settle down, didn't want to. When we finally figured out that it was irreversible, there were different people now. She didn't want. She didn't have any of the ability. Goshen looks over to you. I still had the ancients still answered my call. Reckless could tap into our demonic nature, but Rachel was just a woman. She didn't want. She didn't want to learn a trade and go forth into combat and you wanted to settle down. She wanted all the things. You know what it's like being a tiefling. You you always feel stuck. Everyone's opinion of you, they look at you and they see the horns and the skin and make decisions. She didn't have to go through it anymore. She wanted to have just a life. So she settled down not too far from here. And she met a perfectly normal fellow, sailor. I don't know what his name was, Douglas. And he had a child. Think of her surprise when the child was born with horns. Yeah, no kidding. Dad didn't think I was his. She couldn't explain it to him, and he left. And he didn't leave. When did he leave? Oh, you think... Oh, no. The man that you lived with, that man was not your father. Oh, okay. You know, that man was just... A jerk. Yeah. 
Rachel doesn't have a lot of self-esteem. No kidding. We t- we tried to, to. She didn't want us in a life, or she didn't want that life. So it wasn't until much found out. Until I met you, actually, and you were there. And Reckless like, I didn't even get to meet you until just now. So hi. Hi. Oh, chin up. It's not all bad. You got two crazy aunts who were sort of your mom. By the way, where is Rachel? I don't know. That's not good. She left from Marcera, and I left when she left. Because honestly, that man that she married, remarried, or he was a jerk. You talk about how tieflings are treated differently or whatever. Well, he didn't like me at all. And he wouldn't even, he didn't do it in front of her. He waited until she left. Probably smart. Caution, like, set. so we I do, left. We do, I understand that. We do need to find her. Why do we have to find her? Well, because she is your mother and she is effectively my sister to make sure she's all right. But also, the fact that she left for Marcera and left you there with him, everything I know about Rachel, she wouldn't just leave. So she left for a reason, and I need to she know said- what her- she said she had some kind of urgent errand that she had to do and be back in like three days and i didn't stick around to see if she came back or not you don't know how long ago that was no the thing is i spent a lot of time traveling with my friend and then stuff happened with him i want to talk about it but i fell asleep at an inn and then i woke up and in this weird lair and now i've gotten all mixed up with all of this doubles and weird dimensional stuff and there's also some weird time things going on right now and oh yeah the whole um vecna thing yeah we're trying to take care of that take care of it how i nod at uh mischief i look at will here i sort of have the eye and i maybe have the hand caution's like jaw literally hits the fucking table and And quark is like oh jeez he doesn't say jeez we're trying to get rid of it we tried we once. Tried to get rid of it and time stuff happened. Yeah, the whole other us's started showing up. Wait, like the, the copies of you? No, that- like us out of time. Like me and Mischief were talking last night, and then another Mischief. Oh, popped in. Reckless is like, oh, like a part of you manifesting yeah. in this world. Yeah. You better be careful with that, or you'll end up with three people. Yeah. Well, we'd really rather not have that happen. So we were going to try and find something in town here to wholly alleviate this. But we were going to take them both and we were going to, well, we were going to huck them in a volcano. Huh, that was on our um, members of our. Stop. We've been kind of busy. Some members of our group went to that volcano that you had been exploring. Really? No. They didn't come back. We weren't exploring. We were prisoners. Yeah. Aethys didn't return. The members didn't come back. Like, they just straight up... Did, did you hear anything from them? We were planning on going ourselves. Well, you could come with us. We got a ship. It's maybe piloted by undead dwarves that are pirates, but they... Well, you're, on, you're on the renegade, then. Yeah. Uh, Reckless is like, oh, wow, that ass Malachi. <laughs> he's got a nice monkey, though. He hit on you, did he? Because I'll kill him. Oh. Good. You better not. In that moment, she sounds like your mom. Like, she sounds like Rachel. She sounds exactly like Rachel. <laughs> Mischief is just kind of, like, weirded out. <laughs> I think it's weird. Actually, you know, she's a lot weirded out. All of this is weird. You know what you look like? What? You look like we did when we were a teenager. Great. You think it's weird for you? I found out about you, like, what, a year ago? So this Which one didn't bother to tell me. It's still reckless. Oh, okay. I tell you because Rachel told me not to tell you. Yeah, and we listened to Rachel because Rachel's so good at everything. It was her she's choice. She's really not. No, no, she's not. 
it's understandable. None of us are. Okay. So here's the deal. We're going to finish up what we're doing here. We have until six bells and then we're going to get on the ship and we're going to go to that volcano. So if you guys want to come with us, I'm pretty sure they won't care if there's another couple people to however many are. I mean, is it just three? Well, technically it would be the three of us. Yes. And also, uh, uh, Mel behind the bar there. I mean, oh, we, we told them the we were going to find something. We didn't say what we were going to find. So technically anything we bring back with us is fair game. Yeah. I mean, if you want to come with us. <sighs> Six bells. All right. We're going to go uh, talk to some people. You said, okay. I'm just going to be up front. You have the high end and I. I, I very quietly nod. Do you have a bag of holding? Yes, that's where. That's the where they are. Is that? Okay. It's not perfect. He might be able to find it. I was thinking I could get an iron box, so at least it can't be scried on. Not a bad idea. I got something, Reckless says. And she reaches into her, like, kind of like a cloak, and she pulls out a mask. It looks like a like a theater mask. What's that? Uh, this right here is Oblon's sphere. I know it doesn't look like a sphere. That's what it's called. She hands it over to you. Put that on whatever you put the, the eye in hand. It should make it complete invisible to detect magics like if you had detect object it should be proof against it yeah kind of strap it to the bag of holding uh also once a day it can it can reveal well like if you've ever been scried on yeah it'll reveal those little things that scry oh okay well i guess that's thanks don't wear it by the way there's a lot of people that are trying to kill us yeah i feel like i should mention that okay because of the whole double thing uh, Which has nothing to do with the time yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I, it's... I don't know. Reckless is, like, rubbing her hand on her face. Uh, all right, I'm going to head downtown. Uh, see if I can find anybody who uh, can sell me anything. You guys, gonna say, um, you guys don't need magic, do you? What was that? You don't need magic, do you? Well... We were going to go look for stuff to help that? us bolster ourselves. That was Mischief's right. idea. Yeah, I'm going to take... Armor, that kind of thing. Yeah. Y'all can come with me. I'll okay. take care. Uh, Caution's like, oh, reckless. He goes, uh, it'll be fine. Just because it's my name doesn't mean everything I do is right. <laughs> Besides, you got to talk to her already. I haven't. If I'm going to have a kid somehow, I should at least get to know her. Fine. Be careful. Do you need any money? I've got 30,000 platinum pieces on me. No, I don't need money. <sighs> uh, way more than I do. I thought I had a lot. I steal a lot of things. Let's go. Okay. Come on, Willier. Yep. The uh, Goliath behind the bar kind of does a head gesture at Reckless on the way out. Reckless winks at her. By the way, I'm totally in that. <laughs> great. Well, well, your chuckles. <laughs> it's like climbing a mountain. It's the greatest thing. Oh, my God. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you. Because that's like the only <laughs> fun thing about having a kid out of nowhere. It's the ability to make her go, oh, God, I don't want to hear about my mom's sex life. Yeah, I'm totally doing it. <laughs> Okay, oh, cut to is you guys are heading to spend money. Uh, at this point, we're getting kind of actually we are getting pretty close to Mitch's out time, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move to Mitch real fast. That will probably be the end. What are you doing? I just want to go in town where people are and shops are and try to find some shiny knickknacks. Make me an investigation. You can roll it via dice. You can roll it in there. So you got an eight. As I expected, it's kind of hard to get people to tell you where things are when you don't have the ability to speak to them directly. <laughs> You're going to the going, people. Uh, eventually, some, somebody... You're, you're almost robbed on three different occasions, and the only thing that saves you is the fact that the, the robbers get to arguing about whether or not you even have anything of value. Um, but you do eventually end up 
at, at a store that the the sign on the st- front of the store is a confused looking dwarf <laughs> holding a bag and dumping it out on the ground, but nothing is coming out of it. And the name on the top of the store is I got nothing. <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> apparently i have a store in rossi's world who knew you wander in uh and there's piles and piles of stuff everywhere but no there doesn't seem to be anybody in the store first and eventually you hear oh no and a head pops up over the, the counter uh bright orange hair a pair of goggles with a pair of goggles over the pair of goggles and a third pair of goggles flipped up oh well hello hello Rock. Oh my, you're one of the Kenku people. That's fascinating. Well, come on in. Hi. Hi, friend. Well, I certainly hope we end end up being friends. I like to be friends with as many people as possible. Uh, My name's Danvers. I nod my head, like, excitedly. I'm Danvers. This is my shop. I got nothing. I do have things, but um, I'm I'm easily confused. So I, I thought I would just give people up front the idea that I don't have anything, and then they'd come in and there'd be things, and they'd be pleasantly surprised. Nobody ever comes in my shop. My, uh, my face was like lighting up as he was going through the description. I was like, yeah, this is a great idea. And then when he says no one shows up, I... But, but you're here, so what can I do for you? Shiny. Oh, oh, right. You've come to buy things. Yeah, good. Shiny. Drops back down below the uh, counter, and then you hear some rustling and some noises and like stuff gets flung up in the air and then he comes back up well you want shiny things shiny things this is a rock that's shiny rock shiny rock but it's more it's more than just a rock that is shiny go ahead and toss it up in the air i toss it and kind of just like light light enough that it's not going to hit the ceiling but you know maybe go six seven feet up it goes six seven feet up in the air and then falls back down and he's like oh right you have to attune it i'm sorry oh Silly. Here, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. He tosses it up, and then it starts swinging around his head. Uh Ion stone. Yes. This is an Ion stone. Yes. It's very special. Um, this one it absorbs things. Things? It's it's magical. I mean, magical. Mm Mhm. Yes. Magical. It's very like. Go ahead and. Do you, do you, can you cast spells? Wow. Spells. Can you cast a spell at me? Um, I I like kind of I like kind of I start calling like, rah, rah, and I'm mimicking with my hands and like I punch one fist into the other fist like lightly and then I'm like rah, 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 and then I punch the other fist uh like or punch my fist in the other hand like a lot you know more powerfully. Are you actually casting a spell or are you just no? I, I I'm trying to ask him. What kind of spell to cast? Hold on. He gets well, a look on his face. Hitting spell. <laughs> he has a look on his face. He's like, it should be a spell that I wouldn't want cast on me. <laughs> so I'm going to go for Thunder Wave. Okay. Roll favorite. Do you want me to actually roll for damage or anything? Oh, it, it's got to it's gotta be a spell that, that it targets me. <laughs> it can't be just any, like a fireball. Like, it would have to be a target. <laughs> Can you do a targeted mm. spell? I, I I go to catch my bolt. Which bolt? Okay. As you do, he does something with his hand, and the gem around his head flashes, and the spell—it's like he counterspelled it, except it feels like you 
got sucked into it, the gem, instead of going mm-hmm. in, into the gem. Things. Yeah. It's pretty cool, huh? Cool. Right? Yeah. I've had this for a while, but um, it, it nobody wants anything I got. So, what? I don't got nothing, what? I guess. What? 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 Okay. Um, well, what do you got to give me for it? Um, I uh, look at um, my pouch or whatever, and I show him the 528 gold coins I have. <laughs> so you should have platinum. Yes, I didn't add it then. I uh, fudge. You should have 428 platinum at least from our split. Yes. Well, um, then I show him that. Ooh, that's a lot of coins. This is a very rare item. Rare? Tell you what, I'll take 200 of those platinum pieces. Does that sound okay to you? Okay. And then I hug him. Oh, (laughs) thanks. Friend. Friend. (laughs) Shiny. He reaches up and touches the iron stone and concentrates, and it flashes out. It stops glowing. This won't glow again until you till you use it. It's gotta be attuned to you. Yeah, it's gotta you gotta like make it something that's magical to you. It links to you. Okay, so he's saying like I have to cast my No, it's an attunement spell attunement item. You basically have to take an hour and concentrate on it, and then it's yours. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But I will actually go I'm going to add it to your character now so that you can have it. Thank you. I'm gonna take away two hundred platinum. Um does he have like a I don't know, business card or anything like I, you know, like contact info, like, cause he's my friend. No, I just, I'm just here. I'm just here. I don't, I don't go anywhere or do nothing. Well, he said the name of the place out loud so you can repeat it. I ain't got nothing. Yep. I ain't got nothing. But if you look at your character sheet, it should now be equipped. Do I have to refresh it? Maybe it should be under equipment on the top. It's Ion Stone of Greater Absorption. I had to refresh. Um, I'm gonna, you know, say goodbye real quick, and then I want to go to like a a park or something and hold the stone and attune it. So I I uh, I thank him again. I go, I ain't got nothing, and I smile and wave. Bye. Bye. Then I kind of hold this. Tell your friends and anybody else who wants to spend money. I got all sorts of stuff nobody ever wants. Turn around. I turn around. I ain't got nothing. All sorts of stuff nobody wants. And then I leave. Yeah. Maybe not the best sales slogan. <laughs> so that's the end for Fizzle. Uh, if you need to go, go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. It's up to you. If you I'll stop a little bit. I got a little longer. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Medeal, you're looking for dwarves. Um, we'll get back to you. Everybody else, you're looking for stores? Stores. Make a uh, investigate check. Are we all making one? Or are we... Make one. You can have advantage if somebody else gives you a help action. I have no bonus to my investigate, so... I also have no bonus. I have two. Well, then so I'm helping you. As you guys are wandering around the streets, um, you you in th- you go through the portage district. You. Um, you, you see inns and so forth. Uh, but then you get out into what is called the drawl. The drawl is a long... like It's basically a series of like three or four parallel streets that, that go through the heart of the place there's lots of shops there's like some of them are like less savory than others like there's one store you go by it's very clearly a flesh peddler like straight up it's a slave market and you look at that and you're like oh god but then you there's other places that are less horrific 
um, one place you find uh, there's the um, there's the Conahay Mercantile Department, which is this mm. enormous building uh, with a statue out front of of a water genocide. Her hair in an extremely elaborate updo, uh, very powerful looking, very majestic, holding a boat anchor. Mm. And there's you know people. There's like a, two people actually standing around for me. Come to the the Kennehy Mercantile. We deal in everything. You look like the kind of people who want to spend money. We have things to sell you. We also like Pepperidge Farms cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of things? What do you need? They're all blessed by the sea mistress's call. Hmm. And what what does that blessing get us? I mean, it just means the stuff is good. Mm. I mean, I assume. I mean. We didn't say it wasn't good. The woman's got a dangerous temper. Hmm. Although she didn't, she no one's seen her in a while. She's probably out getting very weird. Arison would really like Rod of the Pack, but he's also what did he just say? Arison would like uh, Rod of the Pack, but he's also super. So he I, has a... we, we, maybe you should come in and talk to our like purveyor of arcane <laughs> mysteries. I, I, I'm just the guy at the door. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, he didn't. Obviously, wouldn't advertise for other than. Okay. So he's gonna uh... go in. And and start looking around at what. Okay. Uh, Rossi, I want to note that Alter Self lasts an hour, but when it's about to run out, I'm going to cast it again. Okay. I keep myself looking the same. All right. There's actually like three or four different like. There's a very large tapestry on the back wall as you come in. That's of a water genocide sorcerer using like lightning to destroy a dragon. This is so weird. She's her clothing is tailored immaculately. It's extremely nice clothing. Uh, it's obviously crafted to create an air of power and like sensuality of the type where this feels good to wear, not sensuality. Like, look at me, I'm hot. Like everything she wears looks to be extremely comfortable and well-tailored and it's made of like, you know, silk or other materials that would be extremely comfortable. And they sell clothing there. They have clothing. They have advertising. Like there's at one point when you walk in, um, there's, there's people uh, obviously are getting outfitted to go on an expedition. They're buying bags, uh, they're getting food, all that kind of thing. You actually see a couple members of the crew of the ship are picking up food here. Like they're clearly buying the food that you're going to eat on this trip here. Like, and it's stuff like eggs. There's fruit. There's all sorts of things. Towards the back, there's there's an obvious like it has arcane runes painted on the ceiling above it, which are clearly fake. If you know any arcana, they're just they look good. Um, and there's a guy in a caftan with a giant turban with a gem in the center of it that if you know anything about magic, that gem is clearly glass. Like, you know, mm. but he's, he does seem to have actual magical items, however, because there's a, what we believe is a magical broadsword, like right there on the table in front of him. And he, he's currently selling it to somebody. Like, Are you sure this is sharp? It's sharper than any magic you've ever seen. And mm. you hear that as the guy walks up. So what do y'all do? I need to get some. Okay. Uh, as you say that, literally, as you say that to me, whether or not you say it out loud, there's a, a dwarf just appears. Can I help you? You look like you were wanting to buy some armor. <laughs> I, I sell things. I see a lot of people looking for them. You were looking at the armor. All right. What do you got? I got that armor right here. What are you looking for? I got chain mail. I got scale mail. I got plate mail. I need some plate mail. All right. Well, you're just talking about a regular set or you're looking for something special? Because then if you're looking for something special, I got to bring Wallace into it. My name is Arcanos. I gotta bring Wallace into it. Yeah, I'm looking for something special. Let's bring Wallace over. Yo, Wally! It's Arcanos! He comes over. What can I do? He wants he wants magical plate mail. What do we got that we can give him? Uh, we've got adamantine plate. Give him that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want an adamantine plate? We got that. I like the idea of adamantine plate. You got anything else? Anything a little more exotic? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, standard got some magic on it plate. You know, the kind that just makes it a little better than normal. Uh, there's the kind. We do got one. This one's really expensive. This one's going to cost you. Uh, but this one's made out of a dragon. Well, I don't have 80,000 gold. That's very expensive. Yeah, I figured you did. It looked a little upscale for you. No offense. Wallace is like, you know, what about the, uh, the, the, do we have a bunch that just, you know, got resistances to things? Do you have anything that hits you a lot? Everything. Okay. That's less helpful. Do you have anything that's resistant to like, death magic, necromancy, demonic force? I mean, you know, there's it's more like resistant to acid, or resistant to necrotic, or resistant to fire, things like that. Not death magic as such. That'd be necrotic, right? Yeah, that, that sounds like necrotic. Could probably get you that. It would take me a day. Like, We're not you know, going to be here for that long. Well, I mean, by a day, I mean like most of today. Like if you could get here around four o'clock, four bells, yeah, I could probably have it for you by then. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right. That's going to cost you uh, about 2,000 gold. 200 platinum? Yeah, 200 platinum. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Alrighty, go ahead and deduct that character. Go ahead and add it to your... So we had 428, right? That's yeah. the number I had yeah. before. Yeah. Do you have any enchanters on hand? Something mundane made magical? Well, I mean, there's Wallace here. My name is Arcanos! He's looking at you now. That's... Okay, so I've got... I, I'm going to pull up my glaive and put it down on the counter in front of or nearest counter, and say, I want this to do something. What can you do for this? Well, he looks at the glaive, and then he looks at the giant axe in your back. He goes, well, I mean, it's not going to be as good as that thing. That's fine. Um, okay, in your inventory now is the armor of necrotic resistance plate. Uh, I mean, I can probably I can probably make it slightly magical. It would just it would do a little better. Or uh, I could maybe make it catch on fire or something. I've already got fire, but um, I don't know, just magical is fine. All right, what I can do for you is I'll describe the two things. I can make it so it's basically the same as it is now, but when you when you do really well on an attack, it'll add more damage. The GM, this this would be a vicious attack roll. Or I can um I can just make it like I said, just make it magic, and it'll just it'll have a slight attacks. Uh, let's do the vicious. That's been added to your inventory as well. You have to come back, like, but we're just handling it now. Your character will have to come back most of the day, but by 4 p.m. Anything Tough else? Time. Nope, that's it for me. Okay, that's going to cost you 50 gold. Okay, uh, Kanahe, uh, what have you been doing while he's doing that? Well, I'd like something magical too, really. I mean, I'd like something that can oh. help me. Arcanus walks over when he hears that. Oh, I'm Arcanus. <gasps> Wallace. Okay. Yeah. okay. And then he stops talking for a second. Wait, and his eyes get really wide. Oh, oh, oh. Um. I'm just kind of narrowing my eyes. This is time. a test, isn't it? Okay. I I look. I I guess you're a human. Wink, wink. (laughs) How can I help you? Um. (laughs) That's that's me, Liz, laughing. Kanahe is just kind of straight faced. Anything to hear? Of course, it all belongs to you anyway. Hmm. Wallace, what is your problem? Shut up. I'm I'm simply looking to equip myself for an expedition I'm going on, and I of course, of course. have limited time and resources at present. What, what, what were you looking for? Uh, <laughs> any anything that would help me defend myself or keep me from being noticed? Um, can can you can you wear armor? I cannot wear armor. Well, uh, do you have what about bracers of of protection? We have those. Can I wear bracers if I'm not proficient in armor? 
Yeah, yeah, bracers, bracers and, okay. and rings and stuff are fine. Yeah, William's got bracers of the defense on. Yes, that would be that would be good. And perhaps anything that might make me harder to see. As you can as you can tell I'm Although, um, there is one thing we've got that's, mm. that's we have a thing called illusionist bracers. Mm. When you wear these, whenever you cast a cantrip, you can use a bonus action on the same turn to cast that cantrip. This doesn't protect you, but it does mean you can double up on cantrips. I I like that very much. Yes. Yes. Uh, I will just I'll just add that to your bag here. Yep. And then he looks over at the other guy. I'm I'm doing this. You can go deal with him in his armor. <laughs> okay. Whatever, Wallace. Arcanos. I'll just I just <laughs> he knows it's you. If you clearly don't want people. Yes, I, I appreciate that, Arcanos. Uh, and since you're not going to be wearing the, uh, the, uh, the the Illusionist Bracers, they do require attunement. Mm-hmm. But um, I can get you a Cloak of Displacement. And what does that do for me? Yeah, well, the Cloak of Displacement, I'm sure you know this, because um, the Cloak of Displacement uh, puts an illusion around you that makes it look like you're standing near where you are but not actually where you are. So anything that attacks you has disadvantage on its attack rolls. Now, that doesn't if if they hit you, the cloak stops working till the next till they they attack again. So mm-hmm. if somebody hits you then everybody will know, "Oh, they're there" because, you know, they'll see you get hit. But other than that, yeah, it, it should work. I'll just I'll just put it in your bag. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate your help. No problem, ma'am. Um is there anything else? Mm-hmm. Don't actually know. I think this will do quite well. Thank you. You'll notice he's not charging you. Mm. <laughs> Could... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to complain. Could you perhaps uh, put my friend's bill on mine as well? Did I say okay. that right? Words. Uh, sure. Um, who's, your, who's your friend? I'll, I'll point towards that one. Oh, oh, oh. He goes over and there's, there's some back and forth arguing between the dwarf and him. What are you talking about? Look, they're gonna, they're gonna. All right, whatever. Here's your platinum back, I guess. I guess we're not charging people today. <laughs> so he gets two hundred platinum and fifty gold back. Um. So Harrison over uh, heard that. You know, get that yes. investigation. <laughs> Works for me. And uh, I'll I'll gesture to Harrison as well when I say that. I mean, I'm not too sure about Harrison, but he hasn't tried to kill us yet. Yeah. Okay. But they hear that, and he's like, what What can I do for you? To Harrison. He says, you have a rod of the pack. I don't even know what that is. It's it's like you a... get the sense that it's not, they're not going to have a very warlock-specific item. Warlocks are not tremendously well-liked. Just like in real life. He says, do you have something else that helps um, casters? Well, I just sold my best item for casters, mm-hmm. the, the bracers, which are... Extremely good for a warlock. Another eldritch blast on a. Oh, that would be awesome for a warlock. I'm Sorry, gonna... I don't like you that much. <laughs> but um, I do have one thing. Gestures for him to go on. Uh, this one's gonna. Well, I guess it's not going because. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you use magical staves? He says I could use a staff. I've got this thing, and he reaches behind the counter, and you hear clicking as if he's opening a locks. And then he pulls out an enormous, like, it, this thing is seven feet long. It's made out of, like, gnarled wood with gold inlays and amber. Ooh. This is a staff of the Magi. Dang it. <laughs> He's eyeing it. And just as he holds out the staff of the Magi and says that, there's a whistling sound as somebody walks in. And that's where we're going to call it. 
<laughs> oh. I remember that the staff of the Magi was out. Okay. But yeah, we've been going at this for like three hours now, so yep. it's time to end it in the middle of the shopping episode. So yeah, uh, hopefully you guys listening had fun with our much more role-playing and shopping episode than normal, but you're going to have one of those every so often. And we actually got to a city and went into it. <laughs> <laughs> Without getting attacked and murdered. Yeah. Well, we got attacked and, and murdered. And my mom. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so we're going to do a really quick after thing. What, I'm going to just ask everybody, like, what what did you enjoy and what didn't you like? I mean, I just had fun. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I was pretty cool with everything. The, the, the weird tentacle ship showing up out of nowhere was a little strange. I didn't quite get what was going on. And then I did. But yeah, uh, yeah, the big boat is really cool. So is the dwarf. So yeah, I liked I liked the it. the flying pirate ship. I thought it was really it was fun to, to feel also, like the that. Explanation the explanation about mischief's moms is just like <laughs> blowing I, my mind. I also enjoyed the fact that I feel like I'm at, like Willier's actually like developing an interpersonal relationship with somebody else in the party for once because he hasn't with anybody else. <laughs> I made a friend. So, uh, Zell, anything you wanted to... I, As much as my character does not like flying undead pirate ships, I really do enjoy that there is a flying undead pirate ship. That, that, don't get me wrong. Character hates Dude, it. that ship is I rad. Yeah, no, that's, that's hey, amazing. I like... Actually, I kind of like when we focus more on... Yeah, that's the... I'm in But, uh, okay, I'm sorry, by the way, you can't get your pack thing, but here's, here's the staff of the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... That's much. Literally, literally a staff of the Magi or a staff of power was on my shopping list. <laughs> but, uh, Went in okay. with zero expectations. Medeal got to do RP, which was cool because you know I haven't gotten to do much of it, and I was pretty happy we got to have that. Yeah, I, re- I really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it's a lot of fun. It, it gives me more to uh, work with now going forward. Yeah, with your cousin, the undead pirate. Yep. And kind of hey. You're rich. Uh, yeah, I'm really rich. I, I did enjoy how you threw the shopkeeper at me at the end because I was really trying to kind of fly under the radar and not not get into this. Any, mag- any person who works for the uh, Conahay Mercantile who is a magician is likely trained by her and would recognize her spell working, which is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I probably can't <laughs> avoid doing my own spells. And uh, like some people said, the doing RP heavy sessions is fun. I really still feel like I don't entirely know who Kanahe is, so like getting to, getting to play around. Yeah, I'm sure if we're still <laughs> if, if we stay much longer in, in this place, I'm going to have to. That's the show, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you were listening to it recorded, well, thanks for listening. It doesn't matter. We, uh, we'll probably do another one next month. We try to do them once a month. But yeah, that's it. That's the show. Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.